This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. And this is a, My this man. just came through. 615. Yeah. And we got one from the God, Will from Dayton. Nigga, look at this lineup. Will from Dayton, Rob Silver, and Don. <laughs> back to back to back. And yo. then AJ. <laughs> yo, and then AJ. And like, then whoever Abundance is that had it with the good font. Yeah, yeah. The voice crazy. notes is probably finna take over the pod, man. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. uh, just sit back and enjoy what y'all got to say about this week's episode, man. Um, did I want to play any music for this week, man? I feel Keep like- push. <laughs> That's my shit. <laughs> Fuck it. We here now. Oh. What up, y'all? Yeah. Soundtrack, what's poppin', baby? Woo. Oh. Y'all ain't know. I go by the name of Lupe Fiasco. Representing that first and 15. Yeah. Uh. And this one right here. I dedicate this one right here to all my homies out there grinding. You know what I'm saying? Legally and illegally. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? So, check it out. Uh, first got it when he was six, didn't know any tricks. Matter of fact, first time he got on it, he slipped. Landed on his hip and busted his lip. For a week, he had to talk with a list like this. Now, we can end the story right here. Shorty didn't quit, it was something in the air Yeah, he said it was something so appealing He couldn't fight the feeling, something about it He knew he couldn't doubt it, he couldn't understand it Brand it, since the first kick flip, he landed Uh, labeled a misfit, a bandit Cocoon, cocoon, cocoon Neighbors couldn't stand it, so He was banished to the park Started in the morning, one stopped after dark Yeah, when they said it's getting late in here So I'm sorry, young man, there's no skating here So we kick, push, kick Yo, man. Yo, this is one of the albums I always listen to. This is a forever Food album. Liquor is one of the greatest albums ever made. That, and then, um, I mean, it followed up with, like, a masterpiece of The Cool, oh, which the cool was, was an entire album like based off a song. Like, come on, man. This was Lu- Lupe could not be touched, and then Atlantic destroyed him. I mean, um, you know how that go, though. You know how that go. Um, The Cool also has... Probably my favorite Lupe song ever on there. What's that? Put you on game. No, that's a uh, oh the cool yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure that shit is oh, put you man. on game is one of I've never heard a rap like that shit blew my mind the first time I heard it bro yeah man that was man I re- I just remember the time yeah in life I remember the moment like literally standing in my apartment in Atlanta 2008 and I was in the living room listening to that shit. And it was, I was hearing, I had it on my speakers, and it was sounding so fucking cold. I was like, wait, let me listen to this on my, I just got some uh, beats by Dre. Yeah, yeah. I was like, let me listen to this on these beats, dog, because he couldn't have said what I just heard. Man. Dog, played that shit again, and then was just like addicted to that song for a long time, bro. Yeah. That cool is phenomenal. And the die. Food and liquor is phenomenal. Come on, man. The die, like, come on, man. You know how long it took me to learn that? Shit, I think the die is right before I put yeah. you in the game. Yeah, they come. Oh, my God, bro. Well, I heard, like, group Kapows, like, all oh, your enemies want to shoot you down. I got AK 47s and it's a bunch of like 11s and yard amount of weapons that produce Kapows. Word <laughs> on the street is. Man, <laughs> man. Boy, oh, boy. Bro. And, like, I know on that, uh, what was that? Tetsu and you. That's mm-hmm. a, the one with mural on there. Mm-hmm. I know mural is mural is mural, nigga. 
he at a certain point in that song, that nigga left Earth. <laughs> so I just um so dissect Finish murals too? No, uh, dissect podcast. Okay. Uh yep. did a breakdown of mural. Yeah. And they t- they touched on the album and like it's kind of um insane mm-hmm. uh the level of detail that Lupe puts in rhymes. Yeah. Like otherworldly, dog. Yeah. He like Lupe's an alien. When you talk about like alien level rappers, dog, he one of them. Him um and Kendrick yeah. Um are, are 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 so different with the way they write. They might yeah. say something like, yo, and in fourteen seconds and then like in fourteen seconds they ref whatever they was referencing happens yeah. like yeah. I guess in like in the Kendrick- I always say Kendrick is probably the hardest rapper to engineer in the studio. Lupe is right there on that same level. Cause like the way that they rap and to your point, the way that they write. Like, a producer can't just come in and drop a beat, nigga. Like you got to be strategic with how you produce. Like them, the though. Kendrick and uh, Little Wayne joint that they mm-hmm. dropped on Little Wayne album. Mm-hmm. Like he had said something at the beginning of the song, and then like two minutes and forty eight seconds, like well, halfway through, exactly halfway through uh, the song, uh, one the, the the meaning of the verse switch, and like he had referenced something that was going to happen at a particular time, and yeah. it happened at that exact like. It's it's otherworldly, but Lupe is like the exact yeah, that, same way. That pin, like, it's certain dudes, Kendrick, Lupe, Black Thought, um, Royce. It's certain dudes where it's like, all right, you're not really like like Mural a regular dude has like it was like seven hundred rhyming words. Like yeah. it was like Mural is a fucking yeah. masterpiece. Dog. Anyway, man. Uh, Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 331 of This Week in Culture. I'm your host, Ant Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. One Half of the Culture. And y'all already know what it is. When y'all hear that can crack, that mean your man back. And I got my co-host with me, Jay. What up, though? What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson. One half of the culture, one half of everything. And I know what you're thinking. Finally, my favorite podcast is spending time with me. What's poppin'? Oh man, and this week we back, man. Episode six of season six of the Shy. Um, toward the end, we probably could get y'all. Did you watch Tommy? I did. We can get y'all a little bit of the the Tommy joint toward the end once we wrap up the Shy. But the Shy was actually um, it had a lot going on, and there was a lot of themes happening this week on the Shy, man. So I, I definitely think we got a lot to talk about there. Tommy, we'll, we'll just kind of run through and, and break down what happened toward the end of that. It's a better episode. Um, it was definitely a better episode, but I think I figured out my problem with Tommy. Wasn't no, wasn't no like, super-duper buffoonery going on. It wasn't. I didn't need to see Diamond uh, hitting no girl from the back. It was a bunch of unnecessary sex scenes. Like, wait a minute. What is that? Um, Yeah, the sister riding dog from P-Valley. Um, <laughs> God bless you. Thank you. Um, yeah, man, it, it was a, a way better episode too, which is fine. Like, let them get in today the swing of things, but we'll get into that Tommy shit, man. Um, the shy, the shy was back in a big way this week, man. Uh, I think I've I've sat down long enough and really considered when the shy is best. The shy is best when it's behaving like Chicago, mm. when in Chicago. When this like is the shy. yeah, like. Yeah. This ain't a slight at all, because if it was a show called The D, pause, um, I know we got the Dirty D out there, but if it was a show called The D, uh, and it was supposed to be about Detroit and the shit that goes on and the, the happenings that go on within the city of Detroit, 
um, there are certain things that I would just expect, certain conversations that I would expect to have. And the shot is best when it's focused on, yo, man, it's really violence out in these streets. It's really some shady business deals, um, some shady potentially politicians going on out here. Uh poor relationships and and back and forth between uh citizens and police like yeah these conversations need to happen also the relationships of the characters right um whether they're romantic relationships or familial like how these relationships are are kind of turning and and what's going on how people are responding etc that is when the shy is at its best and i think this week it was a good episode, but what I really think it did, it set us in the right direction for the rest of the season because it's going to be a long season. Yeah. It's, I almost felt like this was some mid-season finale shit. It did feel that way, dog. Um, and I was like, are they going to take a break? They could 16 episodes, they could, bro. Like after this one, though. Mm-hmm. Because mm. it's, it's six, right? Yeah, this was six. Um, and now the regular season is ten. Yeah. So I was like, are they about to skip a week or some shit? I, no one said it, but like. It they just, couldn't. Um, but. Uh, first things first, we be right. And here's the thing. This is probably, of all the times that we be right about shows, this is probably the least arrogant that I'm going to be because the writing was on the wall, like, very loudly. <laughs> like, you could see, even in this episode, they was giving you the Easter egg. Like, bro, please, look at this. Papa's, oh, spoiler alert. If you haven't already watched this, I don't know why you press play yet. But, um... Yeah, Papa Daddy is the fuck out of here. It's over. Sorry, Pastor. Was that Duda? I he didn't I, look big enough to be Nuck. It felt like I saw a little fade, a little a little box fade up there, dog. <laughs> and the the shiesty was a little high on the yeah, top. Yeah, <laughs> like I thought that was a little box fade. <laughs> so I don't know. Yo, a like, box fade under the shiesty is a wild like visual. Did you see the NFL merch? Now they making the hood the mm-hmm. the, the, the hoodies with the shiesty. Mm-hmm. Like I might get a Detroit Lions shiesty. Yo, stay away from me in the in the <laughs> liquor store. Like, I don't want to go down the aisle. At least it's blue. Like I mean, be, like true, the, the Ravens would be like, oh no, no, we not playing that game. <laughs> Ravens, the Raiders. Yeah, we not doing none of them. Uh, none of the black teams. But um, yo man. I want to get right into it, dog, and, and we got some really good voice notes um, that we're going to get into as well so we can talk to you all and see what y'all thought, but wanted to ask you right off the bat, man, how you feel about Papa's dad finally getting, we've seen it coming for weeks, but we never knew when it was going to happen. It was almost so obvious that it was going to happen that it had me questioning, are they even going to really kill him or are they going to go another way? They did not go another way. They got Papa Daddy out the paint. How you feel about that, Hated man? It. Man. So I hated it in the way in which. So listen, there's two things. Mm-hmm. I hate it in how it happened. Okay. And the circumstances of like how he feels about his son. Yeah. Like the last time he spoke to his son, his was son a, was like was an argument, disrespecting yeah. him, walking out, and everything like that. I hate that he's 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 murdered. Yeah. Um. In that stance, I also hate that he's murdered while he's praying to God in front Man. of a Bible. Man. Um. Like, I'm gonna get my conspiracy bag. I feel like they promote all the evil shit and mm. all the wrong things, mm. and then they take subtle jabs at, at religion, 
at, at quote unquote good things. Mm. Whether they even just be going to college. Or like they'll just be like, yeah, this is shit a scam. And then we'll just move on. Yo. Like like that's been a, 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 a theme for the last year and a half or so. Like the college thing is actually starting to bother me for real, for real. Um just an FY. Like how they did with the police. Oh yeah, you know, just get rid of the police and like yeah. I don't know, man. It's just little things. And I just thought, I'm like, damn, y'all, like, while he's actually asking God, like, to give him guidance to how he can uh, help mold his son, yeah, he get murdered in front of a Bible. Like, I, I just think that's unfortunate. It, it don't mean, like, it's bad writing or, yeah. or, like, it's not, like, entertaining. I'm like, this is me personally. If that was, like, real life, I would hate for that to be the last. And the reason I said you kind of need, like, of course, this is what's going to make Papa yeah. be really fucked up. Because the last time you saw your father, mm-hmm. it was this. So it's like you need that in the in the building of a character arc or whatever, or or personality shift change. Like you need this. Yeah. So I just like I felt like in the last, well, just this season, this season, like I like his pops now. Yeah, actually, really. I mean, through six episodes, he had been my favorite character of the season, and they um. For one, he seemed like the most reasonable character this season. Uh, everybody, so I think for me, like the ranking is probably like Papa's dad, and then my second favorite character so far probably had been Dre, but then Dre started pissing me off the it's last Darnell. couple of weeks. Um, Darnell, he the only one I, that ain't I, did nothing crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want them to do a little bit more with Darnell, but I see that too. Um, and then Dre started pissing me off the last two weeks, just ex-girlfriendship, but we're going to get to that. Um, with Papa's dad, I agree with you on your points about them kind of taking jabs at um, not just what's good, but kind of taking jabs at what they think is like, it's almost like they're taking jabs at things they think are anti-black. Mm. Like, like, He's sitting up there praying to God. What's what's praying to God going to do for your kid? You know what I'm saying? What's praying to God going to do for you? The last words in his prayer before he got choked was, Lord, please protect my son. Also, when Jake, when they was having a little men's discussion, like, mm-hmm. when he was like, I just pray for me. What if you don't pray? Like, it's just subtle shit. Yeah. And it's given like, okay, well, they're just a group of people who don't pray. And, it's, like, and here's the thing. I understand that in the black community and in the hood especially, um, there are – Back and forth conversations and opposing sides about religion. Big, big fact. 100%. Um, I understand that in the black community and within the hood, there are opposing sides about whether going to college is, quote, worth it, unquote. Um, I, I really, in my heart of hearts, think that people who can't get in or mm-hmm. can't afford it mm-hmm. or think they can't afford it or think they can't get in have found a way to just make that as an excuse. Man. Well, you know, I I don't like school. You don't like what? Well, you know what's funny? I had this conversation probably about a week or two ago online. So, you know, tones get misconstrued and, and people take things a certain way. But essentially, I was having a conversation about entrepreneurship. And someone basically said, working a nine to five is for weak ass niggas. That that was basically what they said, right? And looking through the comments, the conversation furthered, and it seemed like they were saying, "Yo, if you're working nine to five, you only you gonna cap at this amount of money. You never gonna do this. You never gonna do that. You never gonna blah, 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 whatever." So I came in and was just like, "Yo, I work a quote nine to five. More than likely, I make more money than you. Beyond the finances, I probably have more freedom than you. Um, in my day to day." 
I spent half my day to day today, literally at UPS, um, USPS, running some errands, like doing shit. I wasn't in front of my computer. I wasn't sitting there stuck and doing. All, and I'm like, so I, I feel like I have more freedom than the average like entrepreneur, whatever, um, probably make more money. Uh, also have a 401k and some benefits and all the shit and not knocking entrepreneurship. Cause me and Jay always attest, Hey, we your favorite, uh, nine to fivers entrepreneurs. <laughs> Cause we do our thing up here. We do our thing outside of here and then we do our thing at work. But, um, I just don't love the conversation that going to get a job is a bad thing because, some people, not all entrepreneurs, this is not what I'm saying. I am a creative's creative. But some people go off and they start their own business because they can't make a certain amount of money at a nine to five. Whether they have the education, whether they have the skill set, whatever, they're probably limited. They don't know how to prove that they have the skill set with words. Sam. I was trying to explain to somebody I was helping and they should just hire me. You know, I've been doing this. No. I know you've been doing this. Yeah. I know what you did. They don't. Come on. And I, since I hire people, I, I'm i just not going off this little piece of paper. I can't. Because niggas I lie can't. to me every day. I just had somebody literally at my agency, an internal candidate, go in and interview for another role, got permission from their manager to be considered. They went and interviewed. And the person, the hiring manager sent me feedback and basically said, that's one of the worst interviews I've ever had. And this person has been there for years. Because at a certain level, you have to be able to explain and talk and convince people why you're good enough to do this bigger job with this bigger check and this bigger level and this bigger piece of seniority within this company. Because guess what? Everybody not playing. Mm. And some of this shit is important. Mm. A lot of this shit is important. And I can't afford to have you in there and you can't do it. Hey. Like, it's too much stuff riding on this. Just how people get an attitude when... If they go to the doctor and they don't get the outcome that they want, mm. they want to sue and go through every single piece of information. Mm -hmm. It's like that at other jobs as well. Well, yeah. I don't know why my 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 your Social Security check comes on the third because a lot of people in the background doing some shit to get it there. Facts. It's important. Facts. Like it's important. Like in order for that direct deposit to post, it's some shit I I used to have to do every night yeah. at the fucking credit union, or that shit wasn't posting, dog. Yeah. You think it's automatic and it's a no. It's niggas in there. And that's what I don't love the idea of saying that working a nine to five can limit you. Dog, the, the president of Google works a nine to five. The CEO of Microsoft, that's a nine to five. Like, Listen, bro, you can go and make work, hundreds of thousands and millions of fucking dollars. They're not working nine to five. They work in nine to nine. Come they're on. Working 24 Come on. Hours. Come now, on. this is not about this gentleman mm -hmm. I'm about to say, mm -hmm. but. Yo, when Kevin Samuels used to be talking about this high value man shit, mm -hmm. he would give a very specific uh, a definition. Um, folks who've been making high six figures more than five years in a row. Mm -hmm. You can't just one year you had a great year, boom. Mm -hmm. uh, CEOs and like entrepreneurs and shit, or or the top people in a in a profession. Their friends are also top people in their profession who works seventy to eighty hours a week mm -hmm. because. In most cases, you don't make that level of money by just working out a couple hours, right? Like, right. it's just it's just not that's not how it works. Like, I'm respond you're you're responsible for other people who are responsible for a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. So, like, you may not get as many problems as the other person, but the problems that you get are 
humongous and yeah. they take you a long time to fix and it and takes a certain out. level of fucking skill to be able to resolve them problems yeah. dog. and like i just don't like the notion that yo you can't make x amount of dollars unless you're an entrepreneur like yes the fuck you can dog you can build nigga i have worked very fucking hard to get to the level of freedom that i have right now what's my man name uh the black billionaire robert johnson robert johnson i've seen a clip of him today and uh, he was telling somebody like, um, well, somebody was telling him mm-hmm. that he won't never reach his full potential until he become entrepreneur. And he never, he didn't understand it because he's like, yo, I work for one of the most prestigious firms that ever existed in this shit. We mm-hmm. do a transaction like my, me or my, we taking home seven, eight million dollars a transaction. Mm-hmm. But apparently the dude who owned the whole thing was taking like 200 million. Mm. But what I'm saying is At his 9 to 5 That he was working Robert at, Smith Pardon me yeah. I had to go and find him Pardon me But yeah. At his quote unquote 9 to 5 Nigga I'm making 8, 9 million dollars a fight. Bro, It's not and the that's, same That's the thing dog It's not limiting It's just some folks Going off to become an entrepreneur Makes more sense for them In their situation Than Going to get the education or the experience that it'll take you to build your way up in a nine to five, bro. And you know, the, the, the issue is. And neither way is wrong. Is. Hmm, how do I put this? A lot of people don't want to do more. Come on. Not because I can't, not Mm-mm. because there's something wrong with me. No, this is good. Yeah. I have enough money, time and freedom in that trade off to take care of my family making $85,000 a year, I'm good here. Yeah. yeah. Now, what if the most people don't want to continue to keep learning? Mm-hmm. And that's not like a bad thing. That's a personal choice. And you can't take away somebody's personal choice. Just like, all right, I, I, this is going this way, whatever. But it is what it is. Like, so some might say, well, we need more women in tech. Right. Because... Clearly, y'all are keeping women out of tech. Right. No, they just interested in other shit. Yes, tech is is a very lucrative business. Lucrative as fuck. And there are some women in it, but there's it's the majority men because yeah. that's just what the fuck they want to do. Yeah. And a lot of people don't. Just like I can easily say there needs to be more men in nursing mm. because it's predominantly women, mm-hmm. right? They make a lot of fucking money. Like, but it's a personal choice. Yeah. Like, are you going to blame? Like, niggas, y'all niggas weak as hell. Y'all should be nurses. Like, no. Bro, some <laughs> like, of the... I just don't want to. Fam, some of the most financially stable women I know are nurses. Um, My aunt, happy belated birthday to her, by the way. Her birthday was uh, a couple days ago on the 7th. Shout out to my Aunt Carol. Her birthday's today. Shout out to Aunt Carol. Shout out to Aunt Tracy, man. Um, My aunt is the lead nurse at... Emory, uh, Emory Hospital down in Atlanta. Um, she has a doctorate in nursing. Um, she literally, she makes as much as probably most doctors do. Um, and she represents Emory Healthcare. She's been there for like over fucking 30 years. Like that's where she got her master's, her doctorate, all that shit happened at Emory. Um, so many of my friends who are nurses are doing so well in life, right? I would love if more men, Said, you know what, dog? I like that path. It's financially secure, but more importantly, I'm going to get a great education. I'm going to be able to help people. Like, it's so fulfilling. Man, but it's like you look, you get looked down upon 
if you a man and you a nurse. I have no idea why though. No idea. I remember you remember uh, what movie was that? Ben Stiller. Meet the parents. Nigga was a nurse. They was clowning him as soon as they found it out because he was front like he was a doctor, which he shouldn't have been. Which is funny because they help all the people. Yo, as the someone doctor is gonna cut it out of you, but the nurse is the one that does everything else. The doctor's gonna bill you. As a nigga who spent mad weeks in the hospital a couple years ago with COVID, I will tell you, my nurses saved my fucking life. Them doctors came in and asked me how I was doing. They gauged my pain level. <laughs> Them niggas wrote like the bills. You, do I got a couple? Because I'm the heavy gun. The doctor is heavy gun. Oh, how? You say what? Mm-hmm. I cut that shit out you, my nigga. Because <laughs> it ain't a slight to doctors at all. Um, But the nurses are the ones that's really in there making sure you okay 24 hours, round the clock. Uh, the doctor's in there for five, ten minutes at most, unless you're having surgery, then they in there during the course of the surgery. That's it. The nurses is the one that's taking care of you. Um, so all that to say, yo, we need more men in nursing. We so need like, more women in tech. I'm into entrepreneurship. Facts. I run a studio. Mm-hmm. I do photography. I mm-hmm. do videography. I do all this different shit. I don't think I'm a full entrepreneur. One, because it's not my primary source of income. Mm-hmm. And two, I don't have any employees. Mm. Right. And I've heard like you're not really doing shit until so you, you got employees. Got you because you just work for yourself. Mm. Like you're not the CEO. Of course you're the CEO. You the only fucking. <laughs> you the only employee. <laughs> yes, I'm the CEO because I'm the only employee. You feel me? But like a lot of y'all, if you have a business, unless you just gonna work it, just you. Yeah. You need somebody to work a nine to five. Yeah. Like nothing gets done without oh working nine to five. Yeah. Working a job. You need the people. Like the, ma- the people are literally gonna run your fucking company. The bro. majority of the entire country is employed by a small business. Yeah. Literally. It's not me making up a stat. Go look it up. So the the person who opened the small business, yo, shout out to you. Yeah. But Clowning the person that's running the small bit. Because here's the thing. Opening it and managing it is, that's one thing. But the people running it are your employees. And if you've gotten to that level where you have employees, you can't clown them and say that them working at your business from nine to five. Because guess where they probably won't become 100,000 millionaires? Is working nine to five at your small business. You know what it's like? It's like Deion Sanders clowning his football team because you niggas play football. Mm. I'm the boss. Mm. I'm the coach. You niggas are like You niggas is workers Like you know I don't get my shit off Unless you Like Fam All these things control one another Cause here's the thing Right for all my entrepreneur friends um, Cause again You're talking to two People who literally Me and Jay hustle dog That's just what the fuck we do Entrepreneurship Is a whole different breed And I also Would never consider myself A full time entrepreneur Cause for me to do that I would have to leave My full time job For I me gotta, to really commit To that level I when I go full-time entrepreneur, I got to double my work salary. Come on. And then I'll, I'll feel comfortable after. after I, if I can double yeah. my work salary with stuff I do on the outside, I'll quit my job. Mm-hmm. Because as of right now, yo, it pay my bills. Yeah. And it it's like. security. Yo, it pays my bills. It gives me security. It gives me medical insurance. I picked up my fucking uh, drugs this morning. I had to go to fucking Walgreens Pharmacy and get some scripts. I am glad that I didn't have to pay out of pocket for those scripts because they cost a lot. It's so interesting that how everybody thinks about that. Living where we live and seeing how our timelines look, all the workers is upset right now. Come on. 
at the entrepreneurs who own the businesses, Come right? On. Come on. And it's like you you gotta respect the nine to five worker because y'all act y'all basically saying y'all don't get enough respect as y'all nine to fivers. Yeah. In the plant, yeah. you know, all the other stuff. And like with with the shy to kind of bring it back, because this is where they irritate me. They aren't even like discussing solutions that could work for both sides with with Jimmy's character, right? And this whole nine and Maisha. Um you know, Maisha used to be all about school. I want to go to college. I'm be the first person to go to college. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Gemma, super bright. That was where she was headed. Shit, let's go back to Kevin when we started seeing him take the the advanced tests and scoring this like super. He only went to that school. Yeah. Shit, Jake too. Like, Jake was in that school too when he was fucking with Duda. Yeah, when he was fucking with Duda, he had some money to go over there. But they were in this this better school, and then Kevin got kicked out. I don't remember why Jake went back. Maybe because he ain't living with Duda no more. I don't know. But all that said, all of them were poised to go off and, like, do great things. And not that what Kevin is about to do ain't a great thing or a great opportunity. Not that what Jim and Maisha are trying to do ain't great opportunities. But Well, I want to say this. I think there is is something wrong with forcing only entertainment on black people. I can do Mm. more than rap. Play basketball or play, play video, video games. games. Like I get it. It's a lot of money in YouTube and everything like that. One hundred percent. Like them, black people can do more than just be educated. I and mean, it, be more than just be entertaining. We can be educated as well, fam. And that's what, like, with Gemma, right? She talks to her fucking pops about this shit every episode. At no point have they said, "Yo." And I thought they were gonna get here last week when he mentioned um, community college. Or she mentioned community college. It's just as good as the Ivy Leagues. No, the fuck it ain't. First of all, Jim, it's not. Let's relax. But more importantly. WC3 ain't good as Oakland. Shit, I don't like. It's not. I don't know. But but even even if you went, because shout out to our community college listeners out here. Why can't they have the convo? Hey, why don't you go over here part time and do your music thing? And that way you stay living under my house because you still get an education. Like, bro, I don't get why we can't just have. We, we you act like you don't live in the real world though, because when your resume say you got a BA from Michigan State University, mm-hmm. and yours resume say I got an associate from Wayne County Community College, it doesn't mean that y'all know different things because mm-hmm. y'all could be the 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 WC three folk could be the quote unquote better candidate, yeah. but in the real world on the paper, yeah. like it matters. The reason that you go to Harvard yeah. is so that you can put you went to Harvard. Like it jumps up Like the reason it costs so much Is because Fam you jumping over A bunch of people In the line for a position 100% Whether you like it or not It's true I don't have a bachelor's degree I Companies The same one Mm -hmm. Uh Reached out to me three years in a row to, to to interview and go through this job, and every time I got to the van, it was like, yeah, but 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 you don't have a bachelor's degree. Yeah, I'm like, nigga, y'all keep calling me. Yeah, yeah. Like y'all should have known that last y'all, year. Y'all knew it when I told you the first like, nine times. I, I didn't. I didn't reach out to you to ask. Yeah. You, like you, we didn't go through all this interview process and everything like that. It's like you know I can do this job. I've done it at the time like 10, 15 years. Yeah. But it was like, yeah, that's the only thing. I'm not like, the well, experience, but not the degree. Well, thanks, but no thanks. So I just um, I'm working on. Well, one of my employees is working on uh, filling a role within our finance department, uh, high level media finance role, um, and 
the finalist that she's considering right now, the only thing she's missed, she has a ton of media accounting experience. But the thing she's missing that matters to our controller, she don't have a CPA. And so he was like, look, I loved her. I love her background. I love her personality. Like she interviewed great. But he was like, this CPA thing is bothering me. And he was like, ask her why she never pursued that. Because she got a bachelor's and all that. But why you ain't get your CPA? That's a part of what you do in this world. And uh, so my employee asked her today. And old girl was just like, I mean, I considered it. But she was like, frankly, once I started working, I really wanted to just keep focusing on getting good experience. I'm getting this money. I'm getting this money. I'm getting this bag. I'm getting this experience. I'm learning the things I need to do this job. But now you telling me potentially if I don't get an offer, it might be because I didn't go get the certification. Now, granted, not even granted. You don't even understand why a company would ask that. Mm -hmm. Let's just say something happens at work and we get sued mm. and they start looking at, well, who did this? Mm. Oh, you mean to tell me you didn't have this person was not certified by this particular hey, board. Like, hey. you know what? To, Yo, this, hey, everybody got to get this. Hey, everybody watching Suits on Netflix right now. The law firm that Mike went to go work at, Harvard Law Students Only. If you ain't graduate from Harvard Law with your fucking um, JD, you cannot work at this firm. That was the fucking rule. And there are firms like that in real life. If you ain't go to Harvard Law, Yale, Columbia, one of them, you can't work here. That nigga lied about it. The big deal... I mean, the big deal is he don't have he ain't a lawyer at all. But when they find out that nigga ain't even go to Harvard, niggas this? lost their mind. I wish. Oh, I can lawyer this shit up, okay? Mm -hmm. Like you know, some lawyers are trial attorneys. Mm -hmm. Some lawyers never make it there. Want it? You give me the case law. Let me do the talking. We gonna win, man. <laughs> you feel me? Like yeah. yo, let this nigga talk. You provide him all the information so I can. Oh, I, I'll be in there. But yeah. that's not how it works. Yeah. So all that to say, man, I think there are options for Gemma and Maisha to continue going down the creative road that they're going and still get an education. Because for Maisha, oh, I'm sorry, for Gemma, why are you not trying to go to school for business management? So you can actually learn how to be a manager. So you can actually get a job doing this from Sony. Damn, you can't or read a contract right now. And if Maisha got signed to someone, you literally could not read the contract to tell her how much money she should be making, how much you'll be making, how much the label's going to make. What in perpetuity means? <laughs> like, she going to be like, in purple too. Like, no, nigga. Also, on the same line, one of my, my irritations uh, with the shy is, especially on this episode, mm. is they touch on something on the surface. Then walk smooth away from it. Yeah. And like, you, you're trying to give the impression uh, that you covered a tough issue or that you're, this the show was deep or whatever, whatever, yeah. but it's not. It's like, so for an example, when they was having a men's meeting, which had all the children in it, this is a weird, this is weird. Yeah, did I didn't love inviting the kids. So. Like, how did this even happen? How yeah. did they even agree? But whatever. Because Jake and Marcus was about to get down. But like, every time they say something, oh yeah, we don't ask for details. Then what the fuck are we doing? No, no, I'm about to, I'm, I want to read it. I had to fucking write it out loud so I could read this because it sounded crazy. Emmett said, at the men's meeting, I think I got myself into some big trouble just because I wanted to be the big man. Darnell, his dad, concerned, leans in and says, what kind of trouble? Victor says, uh-uh, when we ask questions, it shouldn't be about the details. It should be about how we can help. 
Bitch, I don't know how to help if I don't know the details, bro. All y'all, all y'all did was offer platitudes. Come on, man. There, this was, this is. Come on, man. I don't want people to think this is what therapy is like. Now I'm on Keisha's side. Yeah, that group therapy ain't working, dog. Like, cause who you? Trig, you motherfucking murderous killer drug dealer yeah, nigga. Yeah. Why the fuck are you leading a group therapy session? Yeah, yeah. When did you get qualified to do this? Yeah, they have to. I, I, Luke James is one of my favorite singers in the world. I've been a fan of this nigga since like 2006. Um, but as an actor on this show specifically, I need them to stop making him talk like he reading a fucking poem. This shit is starting. It's getting mad Shakespearean. That nigga told Fatima, he said. <laughs> Now I might wear suits now, but I'm I am a street nigga. Now, now I might wear suits now, but I am a street nigga. I was what's like, my, sir, what's my, what's my motivation? Like, dog, you don't talk like that in real life. Stop, nigga. Also, when he said, "Listen, man, we going through some shit," he was like, "What you, what you going through? What, well, how can I help you? Just, just pray for me. Pray for what?" So what's funny in the first men's meeting. When they asked Trig how they could be there for him, or I don't remember if it was Trig or Darnell, one of them, when they said, how can we be there for you? Said, just pray for me. In this men's meeting, on this episode, uh, Jason uh, Rashad. Yeah. Rashad was talking. He said whatever he was going through, and Trig was like, well, how can we be there for you? And he said, man, just hold me accountable. Accountable for what? All you told us was that you're lusting after. First of all, why do they keep leaning into that? Fam, that was one time. That story is she, not. She gone. My she nigga. gone. Bro, and you know who she go with. Like, it's for real over, nigga. And you saw her at dinner. You know she gone. She ain't thinking about your broke ass. Nigga, it's a wrap, bro. When 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 Emmett wanted to help, he do I say, yo, uh, just have my back. What does any of this stuff None of this mean? means nothing. These are not actionable fucking items, dog. And, and I, this is where I would really appreciate. I'm like, dog, y'all have, because I'm like, Victor, you worked at Rock. You helped co-found Rock or build it, rather, with Tracy. So you know there's a therapist over there named Dre who's literally licensed to help every one of you niggas in this room, dog. Why are y'all not bringing her into these meetings? I guess she ain't a man, but she's the only person I licensed mean, to fucking... <laughs> we, she, we don't know what she identified. Hey, but she's the only person in the show that's licensed to actually offer some real, actionable, tangible shit for y'all to do. Because right now, all y'all niggas is doing is just saying, yo, man, help me, man. But, but like... In, my bigger issue is like I be seeing people on the internet like yo I love this show and I know probably children watch it or younger yeah. adults are like fam it's if a, you think this is how you support somebody by literally not actually asking them a question and just <laughs> services are you basically like after Papa walked out yeah. McCarty walked up to him like hey yo you you cool mm-hmm. all right and left fam like yo fam this is not how you offer help or assistance to somebody this is basically saying i'm nosy what's going on with you yep. all right i ain't gonna do shit thoughts and prayers my nigga thoughts and prayers it's very thoughts and prayer like that is what it is um and it's just so it's disappointing because there's a real conversation that could be happening here but they aren't have it's like they broach it and they approach it but they refuse to really step into it dog and like for people watching the show oblivious to like context or mm-hmm. like what's really going on you think they, they you think they touched on the subject yeah, yeah. it's like <laughs> it's like politicians who got talking points mm. um like he's a perfect example not even politician joe button had on um 
Vince Staples. Yep. On yep. the pod. And he was talking about how and Vince was basically caught like Joe had some talking points, but none of them had any substance and they got destroyed yeah. by him. Yeah. And but they laughed it and joked it off. But yep. like, yo, this is what it looks like when you just have the title. You read the headline, but you didn't read the, the, the details. Exactly. Like, you got all the headlines, but, like, he destroyed, like, every single point you were trying to make, and then you laughed it off because, hey, it's a podcast. But, like, yeah. he legitimately destroyed everything that you said. But if you a, a lay listener, you may hear the talking point and be like, oh, yeah, man, that makes a lot of sense until we do a dive. Uh, not even deep a dive. deep dive, yeah. nigga. Until we wade in the water. <laughs> nigga, <laughs> shit. It's just... I think for me, it's just, it's disappointing because, and again, this is, don't get me wrong, dog. These are the types of conversations that we hadn't been able to have about the shy in a long time. This so, is, so this tells me they're going in at least a better direction. These, uh, these type of episodes is what makes this podcast, this podcast, because it has enough information for us to have conversations. Yeah. And the people who listen to this podcast, the show is the show, but y'all really tuning in to hear us talk about the show, but the the deeper issues and deeper shit. So you can go get a, a recap online. Yeah, they write them all the time. I typically read them before we come in and pod just to make sure there wasn't nothing I missed. Um, but I do think that, and maybe I'm more sensitive to it, or maybe you're more sensitive to it, uh, because these conversations in these men's meetings specifically are supposed to be about black men and the issues that we face day to day, right? Um, black men who are trying to build up their careers trying to take care of families trying to take care of themselves trying right to bounce back from bad decisions they made in the past come on man like uh, when y'all are because even in this uh particular episode with papa's dad there i thought okay we about to really get some words you know what i'm saying because he gonna be in here and he gonna preach and he gonna maybe give a word from god versus just the general these eight niggas in the room talking. Mean, I hit you what was on my what was on my uh my answer machine. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not into thy own understanding. Come on, all now. thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Amen. Like, I think about that shit all the time because like you trying to figure some shit out that I already figured out for you. Man. You how do I do this? Fam, lean into me. Man. I will direct you. Yep. Like there there is a, a passage. There is whatever. I didn't told you what you should do. Whether you believe in all the fairy taleness of of the of of the Bible or not, yeah. you can't tell me this not a solid game plan, man. You can't tell me that this message don't make sense. Whether it's real allegory, whatever, you can't tell me that it doesn't make sense to handle it this way when I know it makes sense to handle it this way. That makes me think of something I, I've always asked myself about people who you know don't believe in God or don't believe in Jesus Christ or whatever it is, um, and they oh you reading the Bible it's a joke oh you praying to the invisible man in the sky it's a joke like people who be trying to clown Jesus trying to clown God I'd be like yo how are you mad that people like believe in something and have faith in something so much that they try to be better people like they believe in something so much that they don't walk around this earth like scared to try like whether you think it's really not. For the most part, it's like it's pretty decent advice. It's better advice than you Come get on, from man. like. Come on, man! It is what it is, nigga. And more importantly, <laughs> this is actually not only harmless to believe in, but it's helpful to believe in. You niggas offer advice that is not helpful. It's generic as fuck, and potentially it's harmful when you say, "Oh, uh, sexy red out here, just let them kids have fun, man." I don't, don't nobody care about them lyrics and all that fucking imagery that she putting out there. We had that shit too, and man. we got, we fucked up off of it. Yeah, come on, fam. Come on, fam. See, Dolores Tucker was right. 
Man, see, Dolores Tucker was a motherfucker. Instead of trying to help a nigga, she, she destroyed, destroyed a brother. brother. Come on, man. What's so funny? That motherfucker. She didn't get, destroy a brother. She was looking out for us. <laughs> like, try to help a brother. Everything she said was going to happen, happened. See, Dolores Tucker was trigged. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wild statement. <laughs> That's a wild statement. <laughs> See, I'm trying to trig Dolores Tucker. <laughs> look, man. <laughs> yo, yo, this is crazy. I don't want to talk about look, this nigga. Dog. Look at the last sentence. Because <laughs> why didn't you just do that? How <laughs> you sit there and listen to that nigga? Oh shit! Oh man, yo! Wait till yo, we get to the Patreon. Yo, Patreon. You want to do that Wednesday? Yeah, Patreon. Wednesday. I'm just telling y'all this a little, just right here. Don't say I didn't tell you. Don't say it was later in the pod. You missed it. We coming back on Wednesday. We're gonna talk about some culture shit, and we're gonna talk about Changeling on Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus. But when we talk about Mel Tucker. <laughs> It's going to be a long talk, dog. It might be two extra Patreon episodes. Fam. Matter of fact. Because I don't even want to whip Changeling into the Mel Tucker shit. How about uh, <laughs> Changeling make it to the regular shit? I'm with right, that. For both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the Mel Tucker and all the other cargo yeah, shit, that's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's a video only. I'm with that. I'm Sorry, with that. all your listeners, uh, yeah. only get the video. <laughs> Yo, pay for the video. Because Mel Tucker. Oh, we going to have to talk, sir. Also, I got a whole new setup. You know what I'm saying? A whole nother background, a whole nother backdrop for these video-only episodes. Uh, wireless mics. You know, we can. You, it's a foot camp. You mm. feel me? You mm. see this? Like, it look good. You know, it's, yeah. it's simple. It's basic. But it look good. So, that's coming, like. This week, <laughs> hey man, um, let's get into some of these voice notes, man. I, I'm, I'm led to go right to the family, the homie Dawn, yeah, um, yeah, because yeah. I Dawn has this thing that she does, and shout out to Dawn, shout out to the fam, um, she has a thing that she does where she talks about so much in her voice note that I don't be feeling like we have anything left to pot on because she clears these episodes, yeah, yeah. bro. So I want to get into it before we keep diving uh, too deep into this episode um, just to make sure that we don't touch on anything that she's already touched on. Don, what up? What up, Ant? What up, Jay? Um, what up, This Week in Culture family? I hope everybody is well. It's been a long time. Um, and happy belated birthday. I hope you had a good one and I wish you nothing but the best in all of your years to come. Appreciate you. Fam. Um, this was a good episode this week. So I really wanted to try to leave a voice note last week, um, for last week's episode, but I kept getting sidetracked and then it was too late. Um, but you know, this one is fine too, cause this was a good episode to me as well. Um, I wanted to touch on just for the sake of conversation. There's a lot that, um, I, I liked about this episode, but literally just like as a, as a talking point. Does it make it better that Dre wants to be open with Nina about hanging out with her ex? That's something that I I don't I don't know how I would feel if this if I was in a situation like, you know, they say communication is key and being open and honest and even though it's not the traditional way to go about things, it's like I could be 
respect her for trying to be honest, you know. And again, that's just me just on the surface level. Like, man, she's trying to be open and honest. I can respect it. But, man, if it was me, I still don't know if I would be cool with it. I don't know. What you guys think? I also have to say I don't like that they're trying to make that a lesbian thing. Like, only lesbians are friends with their exes. <laughs> uh, that's not true. Um, in my case, like, Greg would never go for that. I don't have any reason to want to be friends with my exes. You know what I'm saying? We can be cordial, especially my son's father. I mean, we, we have a child together. But, you know, I think that goes without saying but um you know you know what i'm trying to say like i just don't know if there's really any reason to remain friends with an ex um especially in the way that dre is trying to hang out with her ex um fiance like coffee and hanging out and late night texts i just don't feel that it's appropriate um just yeah i wanted you guys to take on that um another thing that stood out to me this episode Emmett what the hell were you thinking you went in and put a gun to Duda's head what did you think was gonna come you know what I'm saying um so yeah that part was crazy um I wanted to say last week's episode you guys didn't touch on it am I the only one that thought that Papa was a goner you know what I'm saying when when they dropped him off at the girl's house there was a moment when he like kind of turned around to the car like saying goodbye and he was like smiling and stuff i was like don't tell me they're about to pay and fool us don't tell me that papa's <laughs> about to get held for ransom and this was all a setup or something like that and i thought that might be like the turning event and maybe that's how they were going to get at papa's dad like maybe hold him for ransom but we see that wasn't the case um i really wanted jesus to be a bulletproof vest for uh mm. <laughs> papa's daddy even mm. though he didn't go out by a bullet but man i was really wanting some type of, you know, um, helmet of salvation or whatever Derek Jackson's wife said. You know, I really wanted something to try to save him. They made us love him so much in these last few episodes. And then after the argument, and man, just seeing Papa at that party, like, after it happened, like, you know, he just, he, he there was like a look on his face, like, you know, I, I can't explain it, but there was just kind of like a look like, you know, man, like, I really got to try to make things right with my dad or something. That's what I kind of got with, that's what I got from it. And then it's like, it's too late, you know? So it's definitely unfortunate, man. I did not want to see his dad go out like that. I am anticipating to see how this is all going to play out because yeah, everybody is hating dude out right now. Um, so I really want to see how that's going to play out. And like you guys are saying, who's going to be the one that actually killed Duda? And is it going to be like power where they're trying to, you know, they're going to spend multiple episodes and giving out clues? Who knows? But um, I can't wait to hear the pod. And um, thank you guys for your time. And I'll talk to you guys later. All right. Bye. Fucking every time the voice notes is phenomenal. Um, I didn't like how they made that a lesbian thing. I didn't love it because I'm like. One, I'm not a lesbian, right? So I don't know. I can't or, tell you that it is or isn't like some like, shit that goes on. Dog. And now I know the writer and director is mm -hmm. a part of the community. Facts. Um, I'm not a part of the community, but it's if I was a woman who came late into lesbianism or whatever the fuck, yeah, like I'd kind of be offended. Cause you kind of tell her like she not really a real one. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, you know she she just came in this little shit a little bit late. You know what I'm so saying? So she don't get it. So like, she don't really lesbians get it. be friends with their exes. Like nigga, that's not like game, bro. All right, there's a couple problems that I have with um with Dre. First of all, she was doing too much explaining to the fucking ex. She's sitting up there. She said, "Yo, I know we ain't hung out in a minute. Whatever. We was hanging. Then we kind of fell back." Um, you know, I'm just trying to keep the peace. Oh, so your girl don't nah, nah, nah. no, nigga, my wife doesn't like this. So 
I'm gonna keep the peace at home, and me and you just gonna work together. Well, I'm bro. gonna fall back. Well, I'm not trying to push you away, bitch. Why are you trying bitch, to pull it close? No, no, no. Fall back. Fall back. Thank you for falling back, because that'll make this real easy. Also, I don't know if this is a thing. So a friend is not a friend. Come you gotta on. have a gay friend. Come on. Now, because you got homegirls in a, a a circle that you that you kick it with. That I actually wasn't mad at, and really had never even given thought to. Like I don't know. I'm yeah, asking, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, no. I don't know. I could imagine real shit. I could imagine if you were a part of a very. Let's just keep it communal, right? Um, or community. I guess me it, being black. Yeah. If that, I ain't had no other black friends. Yeah. I would probably feel a way. Like damn, dog. I really only hang with these non-black motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, for like, sure. So, for sure. so from that angle, I really when Dre said that's that, a, I did a, go. That's a perfect example. That's to make a me bar. Understand. Yeah, I I really said that was a bar from Dre, but then it pissed me off on my second watch because I'm like Dre. Instead of arguing with Nina about, because I was like, one, you was but doing too Nina, much explaining to your ex. Hang Nina, your gay friend, because no. <laughs> your, your your spouse supposed to be your best nah, friend. <laughs> Nina just got gay. <laughs> Can't be my gay she friend. Been you ain't gay been gay the whole series. Nah, it's been at least seven years. Nah, you got to be gay ten years. You know what I'm saying? And you want to be a friend? The other girl was there for a long time too. Yeah, like talking about she got like how old is these people? You know what? Darnell ain't but they went to their twenty year reunion, right? Yeah. So that was last season, right? So me and yeah. Darnell the same age. Yeah. Man, fuck out of here. Yeah. So Nina and all them like yeah. pretty much in that same age group. Yeah. Like, nigga, you been gay for a long ass time then. Bluetooth beacon. Like you been gay since you like all through your thirties. Yeah. Probably late twenties. Yeah. Like how how well, no, nah, cause how long was she with uh cause she had just fucked uh Keisha and uh what's her name, Daddy? She um, had just fucked him? I, I mean, how old was Kevin when this shit started? Nigga, about eighth grade. All right, so you have he fucked was that in nigga. Seventh grade. Okay. So you have fucked that nigga about how old is you in seventh grade? About twelve years ago, eleven years ago, you fucked that nigga. Okay, so yeah, she been gay a minute. She been gay a minute. All of that to say though, you ain't <laughs> like, been gay nah, long enough to be my you, friend. You ain't got your gay card. Nah, nah. You gotta go get your gay your gay passport renewed. Um, but yo, we also gotta talk about Dave Chappelle on the Patreon. Did you go? I didn't go. Did you oh, go? Man, it was. Yeah. I heard it was phenomenal. Man, it's fucking amazing. I heard it was bro. phenomenal. I didn't go. I'm still upset. So I have this thing. Ed Donnell Rollins is fucking amazing. So I heard from the New York show that his because he opens right. No, somebody else opened. Oh shit! So it was three. It so was it was three. three. Okay. Yeah. So I thought that was the same way I heard from the New York show, but I thought that was because it was New York. Um, but that said, they said Darnell killed it yeah, in did. New York. So happy to hear that that's been consistent. Darnell is uh, hilarious. Darnell is really. Like he's funny. one of the. He's like one of my favorite comedians. Yeah. Right um, I didn't go because I have this thing that I do where when you get the pre-sale tickets. Yeah. I. I mean, a hundred out of a hundred fucking times, I'm going to forget to go at the presale time. I will never remember. Then by the time I remember that I didn't do it, them tickets have been long fucking gone. And this time around, what happened with Dave Chappelle, there were no remaining seats together. Mm. I couldn't get two good seats together. Mm. Um, and Every seat in that bitch was packed. Yeah. Shorty also told me a few weeks ago when I was telling her and my mom why I didn't get tickets. And I was like, yeah, there ain't no more seats next to each other. Shorty uh, was very clear that she didn't want to sit behind me. So I was like, all right, all right. You don't want to be back there? Okay. Um, It's crazy that Beyonce sold that bitch out last month, and then Dave showed this bitch out last month. It was a really great show. That's what's up, man. But there's some Patreon shit we can talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get into that for sure. Um, Back to, to Dre and Nina. So it was two things I didn't like about Dre. I didn't like her explaining as much as she was explaining to the ex 
But then I didn't like her arguing as hard as she was arguing with Nina about why. Like, why are you being aloof? So listen, Dre the one that got dumped. Facts. You did. You wanted to marry that person. Yeah, she and she didn't want to marry you. And now she married. Apparently, because you remember she said she looked at her hand, saw the ring, and was like, "Oh, I thought you didn't want to get married." Yeah. She was like, "Oh, I just wasn't ready back then." And she was like, "Oh, you wasn't ready for me." Either or, so what you try? Uh, I don't want to go down this. Oh, round. girl is down to cheat, and it's—I mean—that's one of the 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 um the negative stereotypes about that community. Yeah, and like they just horny and want to fuck, and you you perpetrating it. Mm. Or, per- yeah, that's yeah. it. Perpetrating a stereotype. Um, I don't love the fact that she was acting like she doesn't get why Nina would be upset. Here's the thing, yo. You're communicating with her in our bed in the middle of the fucking night. Can you imagine? <laughs> like, yo, girl, like having an argument why she can't go on a Talk date with her, her fiance, her, her fiance, like, her, her ex fiance, fam. Nigga, that's crazy. No, no, no. Dre is lucky Nina didn't bop her in the fucking head, dog. But but Dre also like, well, shit, bitch, you cheated. And that's the fucking card that she holding over Nina head, and I don't like that either. Because that's fucked up. It is, but you feel like, oh, nigga, you cheated. I did not get a pass. But it's like. like unt- so in your brain, like, you can. Uh, I don't wanna, how do I say this? I don't want to bring you into this shit. <laughs> you got some other shit. No, nah, Shorty from the East. Um, so anything I say is getting shot at. So if I'm in a relationship with a woman. Facts. And I go hang out with another woman. In my brain, because I, me specifically, Jason mm-hmm. Johnson, know that I'm not about to do nothing. It's perfectly fine. Yeah. Because I'm in control of my brain and I literally know. But. Given that exact situation with another person, hell yeah. fuck no, you can't go. Yeah. Because I don't know your brain. I don't know yeah. your mind. Like, that's a double standard? Hell fucking and, yes. But you know you. And then sometimes you'll be like, I know I should be able And to. here's the thing about Dre that I, I think they're being very intentional about mm-hmm. it. And I think Dre is 100% going to cheat on Nina. Um, she keeps making these little faces when our girl talks to her, dog. Where it's like... A little smiling. Yeah, you little... And it's like, yeah, I'm not going to cheat on you. Or I'm not going to cheat with you. I'm not going to do nothing with you. Everything is going to be friendly. I'm trying to keep it all above board. But I kind of miss you, though. But I kind of hate that... Because you looking at her like she the one that got away. That's how you fucking looking at her, <laughs> no, dog. The one, that, the one that threw me away. <laughs> <laughs> like, she didn't get away. Nigga. Yeah, she, got like me she away. literally got me off the fucking boat, dog. Like, she threw you overboard, Dre, and it's a wrap. But now she see you again. You looking better. You look like you got your shit together. And more importantly, you're off the market because that's what it is. Dre, she could have called you at any point and tried to get back with you if she wanted you. She never did. She ain't even tell you, hey, I work like around the corner from you. You want to get some lunch? No, nigga. You bumped into her at the office and was like, yo, what the fuck is this? Um, I also didn't like how Dre tried to throw that on Tracy. Tracy hired my ex. Bitch. Well, you know, that's some shit you just be talking about. This nigga didn't hire my ex, bitch. She tried to get me in trouble. That wasn't on her application, (laughs) nigga. (laughs) Dog, but it's it's, it's just wild because. Sometimes you see it like, damn, can't. What would that be like? like Dog, Dre, I just don't like Dre going so hard to try to hang out like fam at the end now of the this day. Is, now, this is the thing. What's that? Now, you could have been in a relationship with somebody and y'all went y'all separate ways 
And don't mean you cheated or shit like that, but you could have been the cause of the stoppage, right? Mm-hmm. And you afraid to call back. Like, yo, I want it back. Yeah. But when I saw you in real life, yeah. That gave me like, all right, I can I can I can get these off. But if I just approach, it's gonna be a random text. It's gonna and look it. it's gonna be weird as hell. Like, hey, <laughs> like it's gonna <laughs> you're gonna get screenshot put in the group chat. Like yeah. look at this nigga. But if I run into you somewhere, you know, vibes be vibing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, and here's the thing, right? Somebody try That's to the ideal <laughs> case. Hey, I want to get back, but we never had the opportunity. I never ran into you. And then if I do, let's see what the vibes is on. Yeah. But when we both married, or when I'm married. They both married. Yeah, yeah but even if old girl wasn't. Yeah. Dre, you married. Just stop right there, dog. Yo, respect your wife. It, that's it. Like and, and, That's it. Now, and, and, like... Cutting all the bullshit out And you know what I'm saying Jokes to the side Like fam you know this fucking wrong man Fam Like you know this wrong But you know what she doing And shorty gonna be proud of me Cause I think I'm using this right I'll never use it right in the house uh, When she say I do it <laughs> You gaslighting <laughs> Right <laughs> You definitely gaslighting You gaslighting the fuck out of Nina, dog. Yeah, for sure. Like, dog, Nina is sitting up there literally telling <laughs> you. <laughs> Shorty's clapping. Shorty like, at the crib, like, all right, nigga, you got it right, damn it. Um, <laughs> watch me get in trouble for that, too. The world you is telling fucked my business? up. You telling my business? <laughs> the world is fucking ruined. <laughs> but no, dog, like, she really gaslighting her because she telling her, yo, hey, Dre, I really don't like. It ain't even that Cause you work there I'm not fucking dumb You work there You're gonna see her You gonna bump into her Y'all might speak That's one thing But nigga That's dangerous though That's wild like, I don't want my girl Working with her ex No 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 it, Fam Cause like You look at it Like I don't It is what it is Call it what you wanna call it Insecurity whatever yeah. That's not my Am I gonna accept it Yes the fuck I am Cause what else you got to do nah. But is that like When I write down my plan Yeah I want my girl The, the ex That nah. like I want them to sit next to each other In the cubicle Like no Who the fuck Look, want that If if Shorty worked with her ex That's when I'm gonna tell her Go be an entrepreneur <laughs> <laughs> Nine to five ass nigga Yeah you, I can't believe you working this night You never gonna come up Working that fucking nine to five. Go that get a fucking. <laughs> I thought you was a creative. I thought you was a creative. You not creating yeah. nothing. Now you, uh, now you a stay at home wife. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't got no. We ain't got no, You a stay at home no, wife. Now you Alia from Special Ops, Lioness, nigga. Mm. You fucking in a burka. <laughs> She's like, this ain't even our religion. Like, why you wearing this? Um, you know, that's fucking. Funny. That's why they wear the burka. <laughs> No, like if this was Patreon, I'll tell you. I will tell you exactly why they wear so burkas. I'm, I'm but it's laughing. based off of that. I'm laughing because I'm in my head going down a whole train of jokes right now that I won't say on the regular podcast. Yo, hair is hair is beautiful, gorgeous. gorgeous. So cover that shit up. Yeah, your face is beautiful. Yeah, cover that shit up. Nah, them curves is beautiful. You, Cover that shit up. You work with your ex? Cover your face up. Now, listen, he won't know. He work so, with his ex. So y'all don't ex. think it's on some sexist shit. Like, on some Bible shit. Facts. On some Nephilim does it in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like, and like fallen angels and all that shit. Like, yo, they came down here and made it with the women. Okay? Man. Allegedly. Yeah. In the story. And they was like. In the Bible. <laughs> yeah, in the Bible. I ain't making this shit up. <laughs> Somebody else did say no. I ain't making this shit up. <laughs> Yo, in the Bible, 
<laughs> nigga, the fallen angels was down here fucking the women. Holy shit. Because they was attracted to the women. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. That's how you get. Yo. So to make like, that's how you get Goliath. Yeah. Right. David and Goliath. Yeah. The reason that you got a fucking giant is because a fallen angel and a human mm-hmm. got the slapping. And they was like, nah. you need, And when they see the God's greatest creation ever was the woman. Facts. And the angels were like, nigga, you see what he made do? <laughs> <laughs> and they covered here. everything up. Not because of man, but because of the Nephilim. Mm. No, cover her face, cover her eyes, cover everything so they don't be attracted and stop stealing my bitches. Man. Now, that's the Jay Johnson spin on it. But it's the way to help them understand. Yeah, for sure. All right, man, we got another voice note from the family. My dog, Will, from Dayton. Um, Before I play the voice note, Will has some uh, some words to say. He said, what up, homies? These are literally the first bars I spit on the cast. Short but sweet. Keep doing y'all, fellas. You guys are a true inspiration to me. Y'all niggas working full-time jobs and still giving the people what they need. That's some selfless shit and impossible not to be blessed for giving positive energy to a lot of people y'all don't know personally, but make them feel like fam. As my oldest son would say, y'all niggas is him. Man. Man. Will from Dayton, every single time he reach out, be coming for the heartstrings, bro. What's so crazy is I got the the 200 joint he sent mm-hmm. by the door. And like every time someone's new guest whatever to leave, they be like, Lahime. They they'll start Man. reading and I had to explain to somebody yesterday yeah. like what all of it meant. Like that Man. is a giant conversation piece in the studio. Yeah. That's that's still by far like one of the greatest gifts ever. Ever like on any level, dog. Like Will and always just, showing love, man. and like every time a new guest come here, they they stop and look at it, and yeah. I gotta explain to them. Also, plug the pie. I'm like, oh yeah, I do two podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one this week of culture, one the shop talk, and yeah. this one that somebody lit. And I'm like, these are all the. Ep- it was like a two two young ladies was recording here yesterday. Had to go through the whole thing. Man, let's see what my dog had to say, man. Bottom line, your life ain't worth ten dollars. Mm. Your wife caught her on the rebound like Ben Wallace. Put her in the same position as the Twin Towers. Sent her back with Mookie with $6 like, bitch, holla. What up, fellas? That Twin Towers reference is appropriate as fuck right now. Yes, very much so. Big 9-11 vibes. Big 9-11. It's the boy Will. I ain't hollered at my niggas in a minute. Of course, rest in peace to the party, uh, to the party already, homie. Uh, that nigga, that nigga was barring Mook <laughs> with all like uppers cuts, all power punches. Big facts. That nigga Mook Durag almost came off. He was getting hit so hard, dog. When I was in Rikers, <laughs> you was, was in diapers. <laughs> I'm some some nigga. No, 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 life. no. When you was in diapers, I was in Rikers, standing in ciphers, battling lifers. Woo, nigga, it party tore that boy party. up. Oh my god, that's what? the first battle I ever watched. What's so crazy is. For, that's crazy. That's a that's a west of hell. I I, I will be I will be stuck yeah. after that shit. What's so crazy is Mook took over the generation. Everybody started rapping like him. Mm-hmm. And when that when when that shit era was first coming out, he lost all them battles. <laughs> <laughs> but like his style was so different at yeah. the time, like it caught on. But like he he lost the series. I mean, he lost the series. He lost the party. Like I thought he lost the um. Uh, meals that like yeah. I th- I, I thought he Mook lost. Ain't start getting that goat like combo. Well, he niggas, lost the lux. Well, niggas ain't start talking about him on that level till he came back and blasted Young Hot Young during Hot. the New York Philly battle because yeah. he smoked that nigga. Mook was in his bag. 
That's a fact. But it was like, nigga, it was young hot. Like, mo- he was so entertaining. Like, yeah. you never seen that shit happen yeah. before. And this, and he had to listen to the It was swaggy than a out. motherfucker, dog. Yeah, but like, I thought you lost all of them clearly joints. to uh, Lux. I thought you Easy. lost clearly to Party Artie. I Easy. thought you lost to Jones. Like, Easy. But like, man, that's his line. Like, what happened Easy. to Serious Jones, man? Uh, he in jail, I think. Serious? Him and Polite. <laughs> Serious. <laughs> him and, him and Polite. For some reason, Polite is keep dropping videos like he out and he not out. Like, I, mean, I guess they on like a tape delay. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, he recorded all of them beforehand. Like, he... he, he Well, he, did you see him at the club the night before? Yeah, he thought he was... Thought he was thought he was coming home. Is that them? <laughs> he innocent. Nah. Uh. What's so crazy about that shit too is, like he dropped a video, uh, uh, basically saying like, "Yo, I'm in here hooping. I need more." He he, uh, po- like I'm hooping. I need more competition on Instagram. <laughs> like my nigga, you ain't out of you're not out there yet. You Bro. gotta. It's a process before you make it to the regular yard Facts. and everything. Facts. So you just went to jail. You're Thursday. sitting, my nigga. <laughs> like. And then he he dropped something today, audio, talking about, yo, <laughs> niggas in here showing me love. And it's like, Fem, no, you know, no. Not for them charges. Guaranteed they not. All right, Will, we back to you, bro. Anyway, fellas, I hadn't tapped in with y'all for a minute. I'm always listening, though. Even though I got to get my Patreon set back up because I have replaced that debit card. But anyway, it is what it is. Uh... Fuck it. Like, what my nigga uh, these guys say? Y'all ain't coming to hear me talk. Fuck it. The shot. Let's talk about it. Uh, you know what it is? Lena makes black social issue porn. That's what she makes, man. And y'all know what I mean. I ain't talking about porn because of the sex scenes. Y'all know exactly what I mean. And one thing I hate on TV, man, when those characters like Emmett with Keisha, I hate when characters say some shit that you want him to say in your mind, you be like, why ain't you saying this shit? Yeah. Like, he get caught with the guns and Shorty going in on him. Like, he don't never say nothing about, like, Shorty, we, I didn't even want to move here. Like, what you think I got to, you know, do to a bad dude? I told you I got to get some bread from him. What the hell you think he going to want from me? Like, you already know what this is, but I get it. You know what I mean? I, Keisha going through a thing. They trying to make her not likable. I don't know what the fuck they doing. Because when you remember what Keisha went through with some shit, but like the nigga, um, I don't think Ann said that. Oh, one of y'all said last week though. Y'all said it was like, but she wasn't even talking about that shit in the psych the, with the psychologist. I think she did mention it like early, but it seemed like her problems was everything else but that. You would think she'd be having traumatic from killing a motherfucker and going through all that, but whatever. I don't even want to talk about that. That's that victimizing shit, and that shit'll get you in trouble nowadays. <laughs> so whatever, I ain't tripping. But anyway. I don't know why they won't just kill the nigga Duda. This nigga Duda, that nigga like the big bad wolf walking around this motherfucker. He'd be like a villain at all the fucking like scenes. He'd be in there, everybody just know. Like, he remind me of a soap opera villain, like one of those type niggas. But shout out to Duda. I think he represented DRT <laughs> to the day. I ain't never seen that nigga or nothing before that. But nigga saved from dating, so whatever. <laughs> What's up with the shorty Drea, man? Drea, that's my girl, man. I'm not going to even be mad if she strap on the old girl's back out for real. Because shorty acting crazy, but keep it real. You know what Lena going to do? She going to fuck around 
get her because she wanted to have her meet him. So it's probably gonna be some kind of threesome shit. What is it? Sixteen episode? It could be some threesome shit. Shorty end up liking her ex, and then they go through the whole social issue of the falling in love with the. I, I, you know how they do it, man. I I can't do it with Lena. Uh, what else <laughs> I wanted to bring up? Oh, has there been a Dre sexy? Oh, oh yeah, the, the fact strap. That they yeah, the strap. This shit was gonna be a Chicago Wire is comedy. The fact that I thought that, the fact that they kind of marketed it like that. They even had a little white boy copying in the first season and everything, but niggas thought this shit was really going to be a Chicago Wire, man. But fuck it, it's the shot, man. It's shaping up to what it is. Um, I'm low-key waiting for, uh, what's my nigga, Bakari's sister, what's her name? I don't remember her name. But you know, eventually she's going to hit Shorty with the, hey, Maisha, your bars is whack and your lingo. I ain't put on dance the jingles. She gonna eventually hit that hit shorty with that. Y'all don't even but, uh, understand. I like the show, man. To keep it real, I can't say it's a good show, but I like watching it. And I don't know what the fuck that mean. What that said about me. <laughs> uh, another thing I want to mention to y'all niggas: Have y'all peeped the uh, uh, what is that? Dreaming whilst black. I think it, I don't Dreaming know if it's on Showtime. I don't know because I got Showtime. a bundle shit now. I got Paramount mixed with the Showtime. I don't know if it's on Showtime or Paramount. It's called Dreaming While Black. It's a dope little show. Got two episodes out now. Y'all check it out. Y'all kind of y'all like that type of shit. Y'all you know how y'all uh, y'all get into that shit that everybody ain't on, and then bring that shit to life. So if y'all see it, fuck with it. Anyway, fuck it. Fuck with y'all homies. I miss y'all niggas. I'm out. Peace, my boy. My nigga. Dog. Um. So I didn't watch Dreaming Whilst Black, but it's on my radar. So it is on Showtime, but you can access it through Paramount Plus if you got the Showtime bundle. Um, you can get it early, so you can get it on Friday instead of waiting to Sunday. Yeah, that te- said, I text that nigga on s- yeah, Sunday about it. Yeah, Jay texted me Sunday about it. Um, y'all probably hadn't even noticed, but they would play the the trailer right before the episodes of the Shy. Even when you watch them on the app, it would play right before the Shy. But niggas probably was hitting skip or whatever and missing it. But um, dreaming whilst black on Showtime, definitely something that looks like our bag. Um, and again, Changeling, I'm a post both of these cause niggas be like, oh, y'all be saying the shit y'all watching, but I'll be missing it. So I'm gonna make sure I get them both on the, uh, on the socials as well. So y'all can catch up. Cause again, you just never know when we going to talk about shit. So, um, tap in, shit. tap the fuck in to the whole episode facts. Uh, will brought up a lot of points in that voicemail. Social, um, black social issue porn I know exactly what you mean yeah, yeah And and that's exactly what it is It's to the point we were talking about earlier Where yo I don't want to really explore these Fucking social issues and these Really social norms I just want to touch on them to say we talked about them I fuck around and get an image award Cause I, 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 cause I said it Cause I, I approached it And it's like no nigga don't just approach these conversations If you gonna have them have them you want to talk about black men and therapy and, and what we really need and the shit that we go through and all. Let's have them, dog. Let's have a conversation. Because in real life, having those conversations is what will make this a better show. Not just better to, because there's, Jay brought it up earlier. My dog knows when I turn the ring camera on. <laughs> the vibes. <laughs> that nigga just be looking at me like. The vibes. Uh, he know what's up. Um. But it's it's nigga, not enough. Nigga left out the room because because <laughs> he don't want to be watched. Nigga, he always feel like his owner is watching him. Nigga, um, but no, it's just it's not enough to just have these conversations and throw shit out there just to say you did it, man. Like I I think 
Ain't that fake deep shit, man? Yeah, don't don't fake deep us to death, dog. Like, if you really want to talk about this shit, let's talk about it. Let's explore it. Let's really dive into these topics. Um, but it seems like, and we've been talking about this for the last couple of seasons. It's just tropes. It's trope, trope. I'm gonna trope you to death. I'm gonna hit you with everything that's like a buzzword online, right? Um, we gonna talk about. Fucking with your exes. We're going to talk about therapy. We're going to talk about uh, defund the police. We're going to talk about all this shit that, like, gets buzzy combos on the social media. That's what we're going to talk about. But we really never going to give it, like, for real light. You know what she doing? Hmm. She search engine opposite. She SEO in this shit for hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Like, or she hashtagging it. You know, yeah. when Instagram was first out, you just put photo of the day, outfit of the day. Yeah. Did it, like, major hashtag. So, like, if she can keep. And this is not a bad thing, by the way. But if I can keep coming up in conversations and everybody reference this conversation from the yeah. shy, people going to be like, let me watch that show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If all the different things that, that, that make it to the timeline are revolving around my TV show. Yeah. Or a topic that was brung up, it's going to look like we got some heavy hitting, hard hitting shit. And it's like, in reality, for mm-hmm. anybody actually watching this shit, they know, yeah, you had a heavy hitting, hard hitting topic. And maybe you didn't that's have a she, heavy combo. Maybe that's what she trying. I don't know. I don't feel. I, if I'm if I'm being honest, this not my heart of heart and my feeling, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Maybe she gonna say like, no, I want to bring the topic up, and I just want the timeline to have a, a deeper understanding, and they can have mm. the conversation. We kind of stay neutral, even though it's not neutral. Yeah. Um, we broach it, and then the deeper conversation is to be had. Yeah. Such, such. And you'd be like, yo, that's what I do with my writing. I just get people in it. And it, it's not. It's not. <laughs> like I know my heart that, of hearts. Yeah. I don't. That's not my opinion. Yeah. But but that's probably how she thinking, dog. Yeah. Like I could be argue. And I'm I creating just be wrong. the con. And here's the thing, right? We just said, yo, these types of episodes about the shy are good because they give us stuff to, to come in here and talk about beyond just reviewing what happened. Like Will said, like I don't know what that means. I don't know what uh, that I don't means. know what it means <laughs> me, about me. Yeah, I don't know what it say about me. We all in the same bucket. Yeah, we all. It's like we all have a love-hate relationship with this show, man. Um, To Will's point about, yo, this being like the Chicago Wire, uh, even though nothing's ever going to be the wire, it did start in the right direction, dog. Man, you know what I dislike? Hmm. Niggas who get to the wire late and be like, yo, this shit not that good. And I'd be like- boring. I'm like, I, I just don't, I, I just don't understand. Somebody said they don't look crispy enough. Nigga, it was 2000. <laughs> like, Bro, what you want? Like it wasn't shot in 4K, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know, but if you don't like the sh- the wire, that's fine. Like how do you? But know, I don't like you. I, I like the storytelling that was on the wire. The real, like, I don't. I'm not getting into that shit, man. But. All right, man. We got a voice note uh, from some new family. Abundance. Abundance. The subject line is pride and dignity. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know if this is about to shy or not. I have no idea. But I'm playing it right here. And this is all our first time hearing it, so we're hearing it together as a family. Abundance, what's up to you, brother? Peace. Yo, what up, Jay Johnson? What up, Trinidad Ant, man? Should play upon the black from Boston, man. Hey, man, I think I'm done with the shot. I'm not even hate watching at this point. I gave the show six seasons. I rolled with them when they killed off Brandon. <laughs> I got too much pride and dignity to keep watching this shit. <laughs> Yo. Yo, like this was fucking amazing. Shout to Boston. Yeah, <laughs> I rolled with them for that rainbow ass season, but I don't think I can make it to the promised land with y'all, man. There's 13 episodes this season. I can't do it, man. Nothing is happening, man. We're just recycling plots. 
We about to do who shot do that again. I just don't care, man. I don't. I just don't care, man. When I saw Papa's daddy on Papa's pulpit and he said, my biggest fear is that I won't be around when you need me. I'm like, yep, they about to kill this old diet T.D. Jakes ass nigga. Man. I can't stand that nigga, man. Everything with this nigga is pride and dignity. Dude, I can't take your money because I'm a man with pride and dignity. I, I, I hate a pride and dignity ass nigga, man. I'm surprised he let Papa grow his raise. Now, son, you got to cut your hair and carry yourself with pride and dignity. God. But y'all, I love y'all boys, man. God. Y'all the pod guys, one. Yo, how you come yo. through and just murder yo. that shit? Yo, yo. <laughs> that was the greatest shit nigga, in the entire world. Nigga, this episode about to be called Pride and It's <laughs> easily, like, no, nigga, you just jumped over C. Dolores Tucker. Uh-huh. Nigga. God damn, that was great. Um, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know where that was going, but I'm yo. glad it got there. Yo, I really, I ain't, I ain't even gonna lie, dog. Before we jump into what he said in the voice note. I love voicemails like that. Dude. I was like, yo, he about to get into some deep, like, introspective shit. That's why I didn't even know if it was about to shy. Because I'm like, I even in my mind, I was like, damn, what if he tell us, like, we be saying nigga too much and we don't have no pride <laughs> and digging. Like, I ain't know. Yeah, my bad, nigga. <laughs> dog, that was one of the greatest voice. Like, you just went Hall of Fame. Yo, it's a, it was, this is the funny part. There's people... Who I know from socials and everything like that in mm-hmm. real life, mm-hmm. who, who listen to the pod but have never sent in a voice note. Facts, and I know they like that. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? It's a yeah. whole bunch of other. It's a folks. community out there. Yeah, y'all, man, don't be afraid. Yo, you know what I'm saying I tell y'all all the time. This week in culture pod at gmail.com. Send the voice notes. If y'all know me and Jay personally, you can also text us a voice note. I will say, texting the voice note, there is a good chance we'll forget you sent a text, Big facts. and we may or may not end up playing it, but. If y'all are persistent, like my nigga Macho, y'all gonna make sure that we remember to get your shit on, or you gonna cuss us out in the next one you send. So either way, send us your voice notes, because I know y'all be thinking what a lot of other listeners be thinking, dog. And um, yo, that was just, that was a phenomenal voice note. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk, man. Uh, if <laughs> if ever, me and you are, are boxing fans. Yeah. Um... I'm a martial arts practitioner. One thing that you shouldn't do in any contact sport is telegraph your shit. Mm. Um, when people see it coming from a mile away, they counter it. It doesn't land the same. Doesn't hit as effectively. Uh, we knew Papa's daddy was dying four weeks ago. Big facts. Soon as Duda gave Nuck the the heads up in church when Papa Daddy was giving a really great sermon, by the way, um, even before that, even when before he, that, but when he then wouldn't take was, the money when he didn't take the money. Then the next episode, he giving a sermon. He's saying, "Hey, we got a lion out here, and he trying to tear up the city." And Nuck or Duda looked at Nuck said, "Hey, man, take care of that nigga, dog. He getting on my nerves." You know what would have happened in that big ass circle hmm. if everybody actually provided details. Hmm. Everybody would have realized they had an issue with the same exact person. Man, man. Duda got a, I mean, yep. um, Trig. Brandon Duda. Trig. Um, Shit, really, Darnell. Darnell. Because he fucking with your son. Um, Emmett. Rashad. Rashad. Uh, all the adults in the room. And uh, Bakari. Well, yeah. Yeah. All the adult. Bakari's an adult. Shit. Jimma, uh, Daddy. Facts. Like, all Whooped your y'all. ass to motherfucking Pitt. Like all y'all could have devised a plan to let's get rid of him. But you want to know? Let's set wh- him up. Let's put him in print. Let's do anything. You know why they couldn't do that? 
because they wouldn't talk. They wouldn't really say what their issues are. Going to therapy and not talking is literally the least effective. It's a waste of time. Yours and your therapist because they can't help you and you won't receive any help. <laughs> There's no benefit to going to therapy and not being out, like open and honest. Setting up a therapy session and then not talking in it. Man. Like, but it's it's funny because when you go back to the convo that Trig went to have with Papa's dad um, in the church separately asking him for advice and for some guidance. Um, and Papa's dad was like, yo, you know, I can't tell you what you can do, but I can pray for you. So I'm not going to do nothing, Mm-mm, but I am going to pray for you. Thoughts and prayers. Um, but during their convo, both of them knew what the other one's issue was. Cause at the end of the prayer, Papa daddy was like, Hey nigga, at the end of the day, we know what the issue is and we got to take care of it. Oh, it's due to, so when y'all getting your men's meeting, Y'all ain't putting two and two together in this motherfucker. Hey, man. Papa. Was it Rolling Stone? Wherever he laid his hat was his home. Well, he's going to lay his hat at Kenya House. What I didn't understand about this episode. Okay. Well, about Trig. (laughs) um, The second he found out that there was a Fed investigation and that he should not tell anybody about him uh, helping murder somebody. This nigga tells somebody every week, dog. No, no, no. No, no, no. Trig has told everybody except the feds that he was a fucking accomplice. You might as well go help the feds. Hey, now, y'all. Now, 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 um, what's this nigga name on the show? Victor. Nah. Oh. Iman Shumpert. Uh, 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 shit. What the fuck is that man's name? So, Iman on the show, I kind of get. Yeah. You trying to get rid of well, it really don't help you. Cause like let's just say Amon Shumpert get rid of Duda for you. Mm-hmm. Now you go to jail for the murder <laughs> that you didn't even, like <laughs> Rob. Yeah, Rob. That's that nigga that. If you if Rob get him out the paint, or Rob or or his mom, because she has to do something else, or it's a waste for her to be on the on this on the show. Uh some people are too big to have like tiny roles. Yeah. So his mom is gonna play a bigger role. Yeah, for sure. Um, but like you will still go down for the murder. I don't like how he told her, yo, I don't I don't do that. I don't be killing people and shit. I sell weed, dog. That's what I do. Like at the end of the day, I'm a privileged kid who's trying to make a way in the streets and get away from my mama who got a lot of money but do shit illegally and kind of shady. I don't kill niggas. And her response was, Well, I do. And then she said, So why don't you go out there and get somebody to help you? No, nigga, if you kill people, why don't you just kill him? I just told you, yo, confirmed he killed our uncle, dog, or my uncle, your brother. Well, for the 50000 that'd have been cool. Well, yeah, he <laughs> talked himself into the fucking uh, whole murder job. Now you're a damn uh, murder for hire. He was like, she was like, I'll give you the 50 just off GP and my son. But he was like, nah, I want 100 And it was <laughs> well, like, for 100 right, my nigga. Well, now you got to commit the fucking money. You go get the body. Get then, 50 dog. back, my G. Dog. Rob's gonna get killed trying to kill this nigga. La, Rob's gonna get you killed, dog. Like, and Trey's gonna be the death for you, and dog. Me. It's only fucking. <clears throat> I don't see a way that he continues to fucking walk around the streets. Well, now he done asking who did it because he know who did it. But now he's about to try to devise a plan to take care of this nigga, bro. You're not built like that. You just told your mama. Hey, man, I found this shit out, but I ain't cut like that to be killing no nigga, bro. Especially a fucking crime boss who can't be killed. Niggas out here fucking dodging bullet. He done been shot in the chest. Brandon, mama already offed him. Nigga came back from that. 
Like, what the fuck? I can't do it, bro. Are those some fucking terror squad joints? Air Force One terror squads. No, yeah. I'm straight. Yeah, I seen uh like who PJ Tucker posted them bitches. And like, day. don't make these look like dunks. The pandas, yeah. They put all panda into that shit, bro. Why did niggas So one, I think sneaker hairs is corny. The sneakerhead community is yeah. kind of corny. Like the, the internet version mm-hmm. because pandas was fire. Yeah. And then and now they one one person like one day everybody collectively said we don't like your shoe no more. Yeah. And I, well, you know why? Because pandas started out rare, like most other dunks, right? One drop, hardly anybody got them. And then because they were so fucking popular, Nike kept re-releasing them. Once they made them available to all, oh, this is the worst fucking dunk in the world. I hate this bitch. My nigga, if you like dunks, the dunks is dunks, my G. Bro. It's, not a, it's, a, it's a black and white shoe. It's literally the cleanest dunk in the world, bro. Like, it's a like, black and enjoy white Enjoy your pandas, dog. Like, and stop letting the internet tell you niggas how to dress. You bro. know I love Jordan ones. Facts. And I I think the, the novelty of that is wearing off on everybody. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I'm not going to stop wearing them. Shocked that these didn't sell out. Man. Shocked. Man. Literally just grabbed some in-store the other day at uh, JD Sports. Walked right in. Asked her if they had such. She ain't even look. She, yup, we got it. And I'm like, dog, y'all niggas really just don't like clean shit. This is hard as fuck. Yeah. But I right, works for me. I'm like, I'll take them. Also, on some clean shit, I thought these was kind of tough, dog. Just the colorway. I don't you know, love that strap, but yeah. I would deal. You know Jordan got this other shoe that he made? Oh, yeah, the airship. Them bitches is cold. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I just ordered three colors. Like, <laughs> Shorty, if you listen to this, uh, fast forward this part. But, like, I know I'm a Jordan winner. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's a cool, clean shoe, dog. Uh, I'll show you the ones right now, <laughs> nigga. Um... And like this is a new shoe And Yo. they don't exist before It so, looks like it's an old shoe But Order those They got the Harry suede um, These The white and gray And then These are in my cart But I haven't ordered them Because I don't want to pay The fucking extras on them But These joints right here With the little like Vintage on the Like look at the bottom of the They didn't vintage them bitches I mean Let me see if I can uh... Anyway Yeah Yeah but all that to say, yes, nigga, these are like cold, and I don't know why anybody's not buying them. Also, look how much they're going for. These bitches still a hundred. Ain't nobody buying these bitches, bro. Look at the gray ones. This bitch was just over hundo. I got mine for one hundred nine. Like, come on, bro. This shit is weird. Y'all niggas is weird. Y'all don't know how to dress. Um, like for the fall, them bitches gonna hit so clean. They about to re-release, ain't they? I feel like I just saw them. Oh, I'm about to say, why they on here? Because they don't got no real size. <laughs> um, all right. Back to this shit. So, they were fucking... <sighs> you didn't need to tell me Papa Daddy was going to die any more than they did this episode, man. He went on Papa's pulpit. He said, everything I do in this life, son, I do it for you. Then he gave him a pocket watch that's been in a family for generations. Like, they were leading so fucking much, bro. <sighs> At a certain point, I was just like, "Go on and kill this nigga, dog." Yeah, but like for the this time, <clears throat> for the type of show that this is, it's expected. Will said it's a it's a soap opera though. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say, I was very happy about how Papa and his dad managed that conversation on the podcast, and then I was very disappointed that they threw all that away with the argument at the dinner table. And I, I get y'all did the argument at the dinner table to set up Papa feeling bad about his dad's death. Now, 
as a man who podcasts and had his father on his podcast. Facts. <clears throat> which is one of the greatest podcast episodes ever, ever recorded. Ever. Um Shout out to Mr. Johnson. I didn't, bro. I didn't, I don't like how y'all did that, dog. Yeah. Like, cause they had such a great moment. And that was a dope scene. Like, I really did enjoy the scene, dog. Like, again, they were fucking alluding to his death like a motherfucker through the whole combo. But it was just dope to cause this whole season they've been kind of like at odds a bit. Which might happen when you were almost an 18-year-old young man. I also think this should have happened two years ago when his father got arrested for the shit. Yeah, because this this because you wasn't a a senior, fam. No, you were literally. I don't even y'all was barely in high school, barely. Um, so the conversation that they had definitely could have happened a long time ago, but I was so happy that they had it, and I really did feel like okay, Papa has finally really forgiven his dad. For not being the man that he kept telling him, this is how a man should be, and this is what a a, a believer of God should behave like, and this is like, hey man, dudes are saying that's a dude. And here's the thing, man, Papa, go read about atonement. Go read about uh, forgiving folks. Available. See, it be oh, shit Nike. like that. It be shit like that. Um. But anyway, I hated that they had such a dope podcast episode and such a dope moment and then got to arguing. And I didn't love what they were at odds about. Yo, she got a kid. The girl I like, my little girlfriend, whatever the fuck Kenya is, she got a kid. I also didn't like them making Papa Daddy like the bad guy for giving sound advice to an 18-year-old. Yeah. Um, Fam, he like, what do I look like letting you date a woman or raise somebody a child and I'm still raising you? Come on. You're not 18. Here's the 17 thing. years old. Here's the thing. There's a very easy and very like normal way to tell your 17-year-old son, "Hey man, dating somebody who has a child is very difficult." And it's some stuff that we really going to have to make sure you prepare for. Um and right now you ain't prepared for. It. I'm talking about. Got you. Yo. Hold on. Stay like this don't this should don't exist be, before this. Let me show you. But like, yeah, they're like, but I don't know how old they making Papa Daddy. Mm -hmm. He he looks like he probably comes from a generation where we ain't really talk things out like that. Yeah. But it makes me think that, but you're a pastor and you literally talk things out with people all every week, all day. Like people come to you for advice and you give them that. So I, I, I just don't know, man. Super cold. Clean as fuck. Super cold. Clean as fuck. I'm going to get a bunch of these. Yeah. Um, That's how I deal with them ships. Like, dog. Um, Anyway, yeah, I'm not loving that they didn't handle... Because I felt like, especially after the podcast episode, Papa and his dad would have had maybe... Or, I'm sorry, Papa's dad would have had maybe a bit, like, softer approach to that conversation, dog. But he came at him so raw... When he said, um, Kenya got a kid. And then when he saw her at graduation, he brought up at the dinner, hey, yo, I saw that girl at your graduation. Didn't I tell bro, she there support like after the convo we just had on the podcast, you would think you would approach this a little bit differently. Also, dog. Papa, Papa, you have always been the person, even though you're trying to get into your little manhood, but mm-hmm. you've always been a person to mediate. Yeah. How come you couldn't have a that a mediation conversation with your, with your with, dad? With your dad. Like, look, dad, I understand that you like conversation that you was having in that little men's group. Yeah. Like I also thought that was a bad idea to say, basically, yo, I know parents think they be knowing what they doing, but but sometimes it, it, it's bad, but it look right. Yeah. 
Like no nigga that's Sometimes not... bad things turn out right Like what? No not here and not in this convo dog Like this is how I know You're not ready to help raise no child Yeah Because you, you Like this is bad advice And yo this is how I know she's not ready to date you Because she didn't reveal that information to you When she should have Cause in the in the whole time you was asking her, could you go on a date? Could you go on a date? Could you go on a date? She just kept telling you, "Nah, you too young, nigga. You a little boy. You seventeen. I can't date you." Also, just like, well, maybe I'm about to say, just like, cause y'all was just friends at work. Right? Yeah. But, she didn't have to tell you, but once you start kissing and going no, out with the nigga, you no. Know what I'm saying is like, you just friends at work. Y'all know my coworkers got kids or not? Hey. Like, it's not like a it, it, you ain't gotta hide it. She is the preacher's daughter. And that's maybe a, that's a that's a point of shame. And so he's she, a PK, so I could see both of them. Because like you can't run around and the, the, everybody probably don't know that you got a baby. Yeah, and that'll probably look bad on you. And on I one hundred percent get why she wasn't necessarily advertising it. But once you decide, you know what, I am gonna go bowling with this thing. I am I'm gonna go to prom with this thing. I'm gonna do all the things. Yo, at some point we gotta have this conversation. It can't be when you tell me pull up after prom. My parents is out of town. What's the age of consent in Chicago? Shit, I don't know. I know probably it's 16 in Michigan. 16 in Michigan, probably 16 in Illinois. Um, Let's double check because we know. I just don't know. And uh, Illinois, not Chicago. Yeah, Illinois. It is 17. Oh, so that yeah. made them 17, so they wouldn't be against the law. Yeah. And I'm just like, like the moment that you decide you want to be with a kid. Uh, <laughs> No, it's only two years difference, man. Yeah, but it, it still feels weird, and clearly she's made some adult decisions. And I you guess know why I'm feel weird because in at seventeen, I was eleventh grade at seventeen. Same. I, I turned eighteen in the twelfth grade, so an eleventh grader dealing with somebody two years out of high school. I know in 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 our in this big age. That's only two years. Yeah. But every year in high school is such a maturity difference. Yeah. You feel me? Like a ninth grader and a seventh grader is two totally different things. Yeah. They different levels. Or eleventh grader and a ninth grader. Like it's just diff- like the older the upperclassmen target the young ones because they dumb. Yeah. They don't know yet. It's a huge gap. Um Any. mentally. It's a huge gap mentally. Fuck the age difference. It's mentally. You're not where I'm at at my big age. You know what I'm saying? But um, all that to say, I wasn't mad at the advice Papa Dad gave him about dating her. I just think that after their conversation, he wouldn't have handled it as brashly yeah. as he did because it, it seemed like they had reached a point of understanding how to communicate a little bit better. Um but that said, they set it up that way so we could have this argument. I could storm out. Bakari could try to be the voice of reason. And then Papa going to go to a party immediately after we argue. And I'm going to get choked the fuck up um, while he out partying. And then when he find out I died while he was at the party, it's going to be big trouble. Dog. Him being homeless while the homeless person still lives in his house is crazy. Man. The homeless nigga that you brought in say, I'm going to leave the door open for you. Yeah. Yeah, Bakari said, I'm not fucking this up for no man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't graduate today. Bakari was, he like, hey, why don't y'all chill out? <laughs> Bakari said, now how does this affect me? And he called Bakari son. Yeah. You feel me? Why you let your son have this gold ass grow? Like, what? Why have you been the only nigga to not ask Bakari about this giant black eye he has right now, nigga? 
And the gold Even Big Mint's ass and like, and where, yeah. he, where he keeping his money at And like Y'all saw that man In the Lamborghini Cause y'all also don't I don't think y'all Are making him go to school I don't think Y'all just took him in To shelter him Which is great That's a great deed Also for Duda I'm just wondering Duda Why you stomping out This little boy Why the fuck Did you give a 17 year old kid A fucking Lamborghini A Stoli You gave him a Stoli Like a Lamborghini In Chicago For prom like, he didn't do nothing wrong. He could have been driving the speed limit, and I'm still pulling your dumb ass over. So I see this a fucking kid in well, a Lamborghini. All I got to do is run the plates. Boom, stolen. Like, dude, this is not. And you gave it to him with guns in the back initially. Uh, how many Lambo trucks out here? Oh, man, I seen a Urus the other day. I'm lying, nigga. It ain't like, no fucking Uruses out here. Well, that bitch gets stole, Come nigga. on, man. Like, when you steal my Urus, I guarantee the police. It know, ain't like bro. a Challenger or a Charger being seen in the city of Detroit. Like, because the bitch is everywhere. Yo, if if you steal a Challenger in Detroit, good luck getting your shit back, nigga. Um, but he stomps this nigga Bakari out for getting his Lambo taken and getting pulled over by the police because this was a stole. And that got me to thinking, like, dude, what was you gonna do with the Lambo? It's a stoli. You wasn't. Go- was you gonna chop it up? Was you gonna sell it? Was you gonna switch the bin to a kid? Why would you let him borrow that? Why not just give him your car, your non-stolen, very registered, like Escalade or whatever the fuck you driving around in, bro? Like, don't get that man the stoli. And if you are gonna give him the stoli, give him the stoli speech. Hey man, I need you to drive real fucking careful around this bitch, dog. Or just don't get like don't give him the stoli, but I'm if you're gonna give him the stoli. I'ma give a kid who's probably gonna get drunk at prime this Lamborghini. Yeah. Lucky he ain't crashed that motherfucker. Um, speaking of Bakari, man, now that Papa's dad is dead, I, I predicted this a few weeks ago and I'm standing on it. Um, I think Bakari is gonna be the person that kills Duda. You see he said when he, he, he came to get Bakari from was that you no know, graduation? Yeah, and Trey like no, nah, sit down. And he didn't go with with um, Duda, Duda, and yeah, shit. yeah. Also, why was Duda at graduation? You are no longer Jake's adopted parent. Like that came and went. That was a thing. Now it ain't Jake back in the hood school. Why are you there, bro? Apparently, came to get Bakari. Man, who was in the crowd? Who was in the congregation? Yeah, because he even younger. Oh, also, uh, just because a few different people brought this up, um, so just in case anybody listening is thinking it, Gemma doesn't go to their school. Remember, Kevin and Jake met her at the gifted school for the rich people. Um, She goes to another school. That's why she didn't take pictures and walk with them and do all that, (laughs) and she was just in the audience because people was like, damn, Gemma don't even want to graduate high school? Like, nope, she's going to (laughs) graduate. This nigga Kevin said, as your class speaker. Damn. <laughs> That's not Because you're thing. not the valedictorian. <laughs> that is not a thing. Um, and here's the thing, right? You could be the valedictorian because they told us nine years ago that you were gifted and you were really bright. So I'm trying to understand. But this is what shows do that irritate me when y'all just like force like one of the main characters to do something. Because they could have had another valedictorian. <laughs> that bro. nigga said, as the class, as your class speaker. He gave a two minute speech. Yeah. As your class speaker. Um, so Kevin really going to LA. Yeah. He really headed to LA. He's accepted the job with the gaming company. They're going to give him a house, a car, the whole nine. He told his moms, uh, Dre was very happy for him. Very accepting. She, I actually really liked how she handled that. Um, Nina, I didn't love how she handled it, but I get it. I understand. I get it. Um, your, your 18 year old son pops up 
tells you I've been thinking about moving for a couple of days. Yeah. I'm just telling you. That. And this is a year after he said, hey, nigga, I turned 18. I'm about to emancipate myself. Um, But this is also what happens when y'all give him that freedom. I'm going to continue. Oh, shit. It ain't even been that long. However long it's been. It's been a couple months. Yeah. Because he just got furniture in that bitch this year. Yeah. So he emancipated himself. He moved out, got his own apartment. And now he's like, yo, I'm going to take an even bigger step. Now, granted, because I did think about this. I'm like, yo, if he was going to UCLA, he would still be moving to LA. And y'all wouldn't have a problem. So I'm like, I get being concerned and being nervous. Because that's your child, bro. All that weak ass shit that um, his girlfriend. Maisha. Oh, but why are you trying to lead a shot? Nigga, if you don't get the fuck out of here, I hey, want to stay here and make it in the shot. You need to be trying to lead a shot. And you need to go to fucking college. This rap shit ain't working. Because Bakari's sister came and got your manager smooth off your ass, dog. She got one song. <laughs> Bakari's sister popped up soon as the kick push beat came on and started rapping. Get off my dick. Y'all on my dick. Yeah, she <laughs> was like, y'all niggas on my dick. I was like, whoa, 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 Hold whoa, up, y'all. whoa. So, you know, that's, that's Bakari. Actual that's his sister? real sister, yeah. Um, One of our listeners knows her for real. So, shout out to Bakari, though. Because... A couple years ago, we talked about it. Like yeah. he had entered, he had um, tried out for like one of the main leads. Yeah, and he wanted to be Jake. Yeah, and you know what's funny? He's Jake because they don't do shit with Jake no more. And like he tried, and it was like, nah, okay, not doing that. And he just came back every year yeah. trying to do something, auditioning, and like yo, and he done walked his way into a real job. And then shout out to nepotism, he done got his sister on, nigga. Man. Um, but I noticed they've swapped Jake out with Bakari. That that real authentic from Chicago, young Remember street he was, boy. Yeah, because but but Jake was soft. But he used to try to carry the. Sticks, he was you know Jake was Jake was soft, but he was the hardest of his crew. Yeah, hey, because my big brother do all this. Well, he was the hardest of his crew until somebody tested him. Fat Bakari. Yeah, <laughs> he got beat up. Yeah, Bakari was the one that tested him. Smooth got him into some shit. Um, but then I felt I felt like him and Kevin got into a fight before. Shit over Gemma. They got to tussling. I don't yeah. know if they if they really scrapped. Um, speaking of that, I think Bakari's sister might snatch Gemma's smooth out Jake hands, buddy. I mean, this this is Lena. She gonna make her gay for sure. One hundred percent. She gonna make. She her gay. was staring that girl in the eyes, and uh, Gemma was staring right the fuck back. That nigga Jake said, "Yeah, hey, I'm Jake. It's my girl. I know I'm she dressed. Ain't give a fuck. I know I'm dressed like a stub. Nah, nah. You about to get. <laughs> um." One other thing I wanted to make sure we pointed out that I really, uh, I just didn't understand. It was that scene where Darnell came in the crib and Jada was sitting there stressed on the couch. It was late at night and Darnell was like, damn, what's wrong with you? Why you up so late? She was like, man, I'm just worried about Emmett. Um, Jada, why won't you talk to Emmett? Then somebody pointed out, yo, I don't know that the two of them have had a scene together this whole season so far. Just Jada yeah. and Emmett. No. I can't remember, and I don't think they have. I don't know that they've been on camera at the same time. And and somebody said, uh-oh, what's T? I was like, oh, shit, what is T? Because I don't know why the fuck the fucking main... Jada and Emmett's relationship was one of the mainstays from this show, from the original version of this show. She don't got no point to be on the show. Tracy don't got no point to be on they the show. They just got them dangling and saying random words. Uh, granted, we... We got 10 more episodes. So. Yeah, we could turn this around. But when Jada was sitting on that couch, I really was like, why you won't just call Emin and talk to him? At the rate this going, um, her and um, 
her and her husband probably gonna go their separate ways or some shit. Like, All right, gonna, Darnell. They gonna make it. They gonna they gonna make some friction between them two. Speaking of them, dog. Um, so Emmett went back, talked to his daddy, asked him for the gun. Darnell said, "What the fuck you need the gun back for?" He said, "Look, nigga, you said you would give it back to me if I if I asked for it, if I really needed it, and I really need it. So give I, me the gun I liked, back." I liked. I did like the scene. I thought they acted the scene out well when they just sat there and looked at it, yeah. looked at each other, and like Emmett really had that like that look. Yeah. And then Darnell thought he pulled off the fuck. Let me let me give like I. I I liked that scene. And I like that it ended with Darnell telling him, you ain't built like that. You not built like that. And then what did Emmett go do? Prove that he wasn't built like that. Why would you do that? Fam, you put a gun up to the head of a psychopath and did not shoot him. Fam, like. But you know what this was? You know what this was? This was Lena. You not slick, Lena Waith. I know what you be doing. You be stealing shit from power. This was season two when Sean put that gun up to Ghost's head. And it was the whole scene. Ghost smacked the gun out, punched that nigga, pulled the gun on him. Yeah, what's up now, bitch, nigga? All that. This is the same scene. This was just the shy version of it. You go, I, I see what you're doing, Lena. We, we know what this is. You're not slick. We watch a Dude lot of TV over is here. is going around making enemies like Ghost was going around making Come enemies. Come on, man. Come on, man. And he getting arrogant in this shit. In this episode alone, he beat up two fucking young people, nigga. Um, but with Emmett. Like Emmett. After you ran up in there and jumped in his face and he put the gun underneath your neck. Come on, man. You go back with a gun to his head. Come on, man. And didn't shoot. Why didn't you just shoot him? Wasn't nobody even there. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Like, if you're going to do it, do it, dog. The fucking age-old rule in the hood, bro. Don't pull it unless you're going to shoot it, bro. Nigga, you and this bitch trying to fight me over two different bitches back to back. Come on, man. Come on, How about you just go to, like, in real life because you're not cut like that. Go to Dudai and be like, man... I'm in over my head. I done seen you kill niggas. I done did like I do. I how do I get out of this? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Not without like me, this. you'll have whatever's about to happen. It was gonna happen to you, but you don't got to pull your gun out. Yeah, and be like, Jesus Christ, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah, I seen it. I heard he got stretched and got uh put out on a stretcher. Yeah, left in the first quarter, ankle questionable to return. Jesus yeah. Christ, to Je- New York having a bad couple nights of football. Cause Aaron Rodgers injury and that forty to zero whooping that the Cowboys put on the Giants last night, shit. Um. Anyway, uh, Keisha left Emmett. She left the house mad about the money. She said, "Why are you putting our family in danger? You brought all this money into the house." Um. I I think this goes back to the point of the homie from Boston, um, or Will from Dayton. One of the two of them said this. Yo, dog. Matter of fact, it was Will from Dayton. Yo, Emmett. She making a lot of good points because, yeah, this is dangerous and you already put our family in danger, blah, blah, blah. But I need you to retort and say, Keisha, you asked for this house. What you like? What did you think this house was coming from? Where did you think where it you was going to come from? Where you think I got all from? this money from? Come on, man. Come on, man. Like, what, like in real life, where you think I got all you this money dumb, from? You not dumb, dog. You not dumb. You not oblivious. You a very smart girl. You know what? The, and I've been very fucking uh, communicative about all these interactions, nigga. Also, like. Like what you want me to do? Come on, man. When he when he got me this house, these cars and everything, and he say, and you know what? You know the nigga crazy. Come on, man. Right? Yeah, proven. Like so, if you want to argue that I should have never went in business with him, I didn't have a choice then either. Come on, like, man. Let's be a, let's be, let's be a hundred percent. Like that nigga was gonna take this bitch, she burn it said, down, or um, burn me down. Like so, what am I supposed to say when he send your homeboy over here with a bag of money and telling me take it? What do you want me to say? 
Man, I wish he would have said nothing. Brought this shit over here. Yo, nigga, who you stood in the hallway with fucking forgiven for not picking you up the night you got kidnapped that you wouldn't be honest with me about the convo y'all was having. But nigga, that nigga you was staring all glassy-eyed with, he brought this money over here. For Duda, what the fuck do you want me to do? I'm leaving. I thought you said we couldn't leave each other. Well, I thought you said that you, eh, you ain't think I said shit. Because all I've ever said was, dude, I gave me this. For you to be so smart, why'd you put your fucking name on this on this fucking mortgage? Come on, man. Did you read the paperwork? Did you see how much we put down? Fam. What'd you think? You think I'm selling that much motherfucking chicken? First of all, with one location and one imaginary location in New York that I've never fucking seen or been to or heard about or got a fucking statement from, nigga, it ain't that much chicken being sold over here. Like, you know, you know this is from Duda. It all has been from Duda. You are very fucking aware. The suits, the cars, the house, all this shit been from him. You see who Duda I roll with, right? Come on, man. Come on, man. Like, Nuck was over here. Warm, you know what time it is. Like, you know what the fuck Nuck was in. But, again, they just completely ignored the fact that the girl that got kidnapped and raped and all that shit was headed to go see a nigga that was trafficking and had a house full of fucking women who were kidnapped. Crazy. And she looking like him like, yo, we, like, what? No, yeah, yeah. Hey man Nice conversation piece From the shy this week um, Rest in peace to Papa Daddy man You you was trying to get your pops on You was doing a lot for Bakari I think he gonna hold you down um, I think this shit about to send Papa into a tailspin My nigga's out of here Kenya you and that son can get the fuck on um, Don't try to make Papa no gangster Please don't have now, Papa go going Now, now Papa is the type of nigga I can see running there and putting a gun to do that head. And blasting that nigga. Not blasting. You don't think he's going to blast? Well, now. But, but like. When yeah, yeah, yeah. He can go in there and get scared. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. like Emmett, you know what time it is. He's, Yo, man. You've seen that nigga kill somebody in front of you. Emmett, in that first scene when Duda gave him the gun on that second episode, um, he was in the mirror with the gun. Yeah, nigga, what's up now? Nigga, ain't, ain't no nobody bitch. gonna hurt my I ain't family. No bitch. This I week is I ain't no bitch. You shivering. You but in that first scene, you was confidently, hey, nigga, ain't nobody gonna hurt me. I'm protect my family. Nigga, what's up, nigga? And now you shivering and repeating you ain't no bitch, dog. Um, image you not built like that. And I think your daddy told you exactly what the fuck it was. And now you done walked yourself into some further shit, cause now you just told that nigga I'm gonna pay you back every fucking penny. Image, where you gonna get the cheese? How you gonna make enough money to pay that man back in your lifetime? You gonna get that nigga that bag back? <laughs> they gonna be like, here, yo, what if he switch bags? Same cash, different bag, nigga. Here you go. I've been stacking. This. How do I? How do I get out? Like, man. He, gonna, he gonna win a he gonna win a cooking contest. <laughs> like, yeah, like fucking uh, best fried chicken in the world for five thousand. Hey man, that was this week's episode of the Shy Man. Uh, real quick, let's just run through Power Tommy. Um. It was cool. That's all I got. That's all I got. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll catch up on that shit. A lot of unnecessary sex scenes. I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about that shit again by like episode four or five or something when some shit go down. Uh, but at this point, they are, eh, that show just be on, dog. Um, yo, man, I'm Ant. That's Jay. This Week in Culture episode 331. The Shy. We out. Peace.